Hello and welcome to Toronto Ultra's Merck and Maven podcast. We have a special guest today. He is sexy as fuck. <laughs> he is. Austin Slasher, how you doing, sir? Uh, I'm doing pretty damn good, you know? Just, yeah, uh, I living bet. Up, yeah. Living up the off season, ready to get back in action. And yeah, pretty much. Same old, same old. How you guys well, been? I, I appreciate you taking the time to come on. Obviously, uh, been a wild off season. You're a key part of this, so really appreciate it, Joe. How was your day, buddy? It was good. I, I listen. At top of the show, you just like you're probably out of breath still. But go ahead, oh. tell the story. Why you? Why were you coming oh, late? I, we I, okay, we started maybe two to three minutes late, and I hate being late for stuff. It was my fault. But basically, I got a call from Toyota Financial two days ago <laughs> that I had to have my forerunner turned in by Wednesday because I had a three year lease. I extended it twice for six months. They didn't know what I wanted to do. And they're like, that's it, dude. You got to turn it in. Um, yeah. And then I, I went there and these dickheads at the dealer were just like, listen, used cars are crazy right now. They were breaking down numbers for a lease that made no sense. I was just getting fucked and I knew it. And I'm like, screw all this stuff. I'm, I'm just going to buy the goddamn vehicle. So then I ended yeah. up just buying it. I now own a 4Runner and my savings account just took a hit. But it took forever, fucking ever. They're like, yeah, goddamn snails there. Uh, just a bunch of sloths. And, and I, no, it really I got, does. Yeah. I walked in my door one minute till and just sprinting. But, you know, I am an athletic phenom, so I feel all right. <laughs> phenom, yeah, you are. So you got a forerunner now. You're feeling good, dude. That's done with. Yes, it's yours. a car in the house now. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> this is all the stuff you wanted, all the stuff that you wanted. Uh, absolute beast. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, good day. I played a little beta, you know. I got the 120 hertz thing working. So when we talk about that later on, because I know a lot of people probably want to hear our thoughts just based on that. Um, and this is where I pointed to. It's it's my favorite thing. People be like, what are your thoughts on the beta or Warzone 2? I'll be like, uh, I have a command that just says, wait for the podcast, because I don't want to answer the same question 150,000 yeah. billion times times because that's what happens it's no one's fault because new people come in and they're excited and they want to know but i want to punch them on the face that's actually the best part about this podcast not you know the duffel bag and millions that we get from ultra but like yeah, millions <laughs> <laughs> more just that anytime someone like you know that something happens in the cdl it's question 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 over and over and over again it's like podcast so i all like my mods now just put in the link but all right austin i don't know if you've watched any of these we have one with sam it was a blast but here's the deal we're gonna fuck around, and have some fun. We're gonna we're gonna talk about what's going on with you right now. Talk about some things in the past, and we're gonna bullshit. All sounds right, good to me. Yep, sounds good to me. Let's do it. It's gonna be great, Joe. You want to get started? I mean, let's start with the big thing. Everyone yeah. wants to know. A uh, face slasher. I, I think the first thing is is how the hell did this happen? How did it? How did it go down? Right. Uh, yeah, uh, there was a lot that, that was going on. <laughs> I was drunk, blacked out, woke up on face. Actually, kind of, yes. <laughs> kind of. So it's a funny story. So, okay, so going into the offseason, the way I was kind of approaching it or navigating it was I was like, okay, I think I'm going to be building a team on LAG. So I was like, what players okay. can I get? What can I do? I was like, okay, let me get a sub player. Like, let's start off there. Um, mm -hmm. And I was looking at, you know, there's some really good ones, Afro Hydra, 
some other players that were under contract as well. But I was like, I got to get some of these free agents because that's my guarantee. Like if I can't get them, then it, we're probably in a really bad spot. Um, mm. And I thought I had some of them, you know, we were talking a lot, you know, how roster mania goes. So every day, yeah, every hour, you might have a new team. It, you wake up each day, out. like, well, get so a message. I had some pretty good teams for a little bit. Then they kind of fell through. Then I had some other teams. They fell through of all of this. And then it was kind of looking a little like, I don't know what's going to happen. I was like, um, now I'm starting to think that LAG is probably going to keep the other three and they're going to let me go somewhere. But I was like, where do I go? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so funny thing, I was actually drinking the night. Um, <laughs> and then I knew FaZe was like looking for a player. So, you know, I was like, you know what, let's let's throw a Hail Mary out there. So I screw it. <laughs> sent a message. I was like, let's see what happens. And then I woke up the next day, got into a call with the guys and then, yeah, made it happen. And I was so, mind blown. So Still. you just had a couple of drinks, a little liquid courage. You sent a message and that was it. Yeah. I mean, I, they were already <laughs> kind of considering me from what I understand. Anyways, yeah. um, I was one of the people. They just hadn't reached out because they like to do, you know, figure out what they want to do. But uh, yeah, had oh. some drinks one night and then sent a DM. And that's history. That's incredible. So drinking's not all bad. But no, listen, well, no, basically, that's what I was going to say is to those listening right now, you might as well send your crush a message right now. Just What's go up, for what's it. What's up, baby? Shoot <laughs> your shot. You might as well. It works. This, so is, to, this is proof. I, I want to, before we get too much deeper into this, I thought this was incredible. Uh, we'll discuss it, but go ahead. Uh, if we could, to the production team, let's roll the clip from a few years ago that we have a slasher. Is it anyone or is it people I've never teamed with before? Like Anything you want. Anybody you want. Uh, okay, I won't include my team. I realize I can't tell right now. I'll say like people I'm not teaming with. Um, yeah, I'm taking Simp and Abizi, definitely. Actually, give me Cell too. So, <laughs> Simp and Abizi, Cell. <laughs> <laughs> what a squad that would be. Oh my god, we'd oh, never man. get off the game. Like, shoo. <laughs> well, well, there it is. So, when was that? Yeah. That was like in the MW season, which it's actually kind of a funny story. Um, I was like really close to teaming with those guys going into MW anyways, because I mean, that was probably the moment that my stock was the highest. Like a lot of people put me in like one of the top people to like, you know, going into CDL to pick up to build a team around. And so I was talking with like Simp and Abizi and trying to put something together with them because obviously they had just won champs. I just played them in finals like I knew what they were capable mm. of. Um, and then just things fell through and they ended up on phase and then I, you know, went off and did my own thing, but, uh, yeah, it all worked out in the end. Cause here we are <laughs> we made it happen. Finally, we've come like full, full circle somehow. Well, I'm going to dive more into a lot of this stuff with phase, obviously, but what, what you said you were thinking about, I guess, maybe making a team with LAG. Were there any other roster choices outside of the phase stuff or had not gotten that far? Um, nah, I didn't really get that far. I mean, I was looking at the other options as like backups in case i know there was like i knew like new york with hydro probably a good option maybe like a boston route if it came down to nothing really like fully developed i just had those on the back burner but like once i was in the phase conversation i was just all in with that pretty much i was like that makes sense yeah i'm gonna let this obviously i'm gonna wait for this (laughs) to happen but like i was also putting all my eggs in that basket like this needs to happen like i was like manifesting it you know because once i started talking to the guys and like i thought it was a long shot i mean I feel like I'm really good and deserving of the position, but like just, you know, how dominant they've been, I was kind of surprised they were making a change in the first place. And um, every main AR, every player in the world is trying to go for that position, right? So I thought it was a long shot, but then once I started talking to the guys and um, getting into calls with them and picking their brains and like seeing what was going on, um, 
And I was like, okay, this this actually, there's a really good chance yeah. this happens. Yeah, maybe a young young stud, not the oldest guy in the league type thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and like this is like a pretty, this was a tough roster mania for like many hours, right? Like I was talking with Zinn, like uh, we we had like brunch when he was visiting Columbus. Like, uh, I mean, he's a mini AR. You have a Tatch now as a mini AR. You have RCs going somewhere else, not to phase. Like there's all there's only twelve of these spots, right? Um. And I, it just feels like you have Clay, who wasn't in the league, now is probably or you know rumored to be coming back on a roster. Like they're like <laughs> every were you worried they can be a main AR whenever they want. Like, yeah, like were you worried <laughs> at all? Like were you just like like did you? Ha- I mean, I feel like you had a really solid individual year, but like were you just like shit? Like this could end up falling out of place. I don't think I was worried about not making into the league, but I was worried about being stuck in a similar position that I had been the previous two years where I was kind of in that cycle where I didn't really have a lot of confidence that I could win consistently or even be in the conversation to be like a top four team all the time. Like I still somehow pulled off a win uh, last year with a team like nobody would have expected to win. But like Mm. after, you know, most of my career, I'd been in that conversation every year. Like I'm on a top three team every single year. And then to be in the bottom half, it was like, damn, I'm kind of stuck in this cycle. How do I break out of this? Yeah, that's like what I, I was afraid I of. I proved myself, and now it feels like you got to like prove yourself all over again, kind of, exactly. right? Exactly, like, yeah. That makes sense. And, and plus, too, like, I think Krim talked about this. Um, you know, obviously, he retires, but he kind of just touched on all his guys around him were kind of gone or retired, or maybe he burned a couple of bridges. Like, for you, you had the Thieves guys, which obviously that didn't go too well, right? You had, like, Cap and App, who they're both retired. John. John is trying to figure it out, like sort of your crew or people like even I had this with like Big T, Rambo, Cap. If I was in a shitty position, I picked up the phone and I like (laughs) I could probably make something happen, right? Like you have those guys. It's so new now, like you don't really have that anymore. It feels like or 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 maybe like there's one option, but you you know everyone's trying to get into the league, like in your best friends. I don't know, Lamar attached. They're also main ARs. Main ARs. So, yeah. yeah. Well, people joke it's like the you know best friends league. It's been like a thing, but it's not. It's not really that as much as there is a networking angle to it, right? Like you need mm. to sort of be liked, be respected. People need to want to play with you at the end of the day. Like, oh, a hundred percent. Like, it, like I always lived by the make your teammates your friends, not your friends your teammates. But like once mm. you've been around all these people for so like long, that. it's hard not to be like. You know, friends. You're traveling all the, the world. With yeah, them. like yeah. exactly. We're all kids who are doing what we love to do, playing the games and getting to go to all these places together. Like you're naturally going to build those friendships. And um, I think too, like that video that Krim released, it, it was he touched on it, and it was like so true. Like a lot of the kids nowadays are all younger. We're they're like a different generation, so it's hard to connect with them. I mean, I've tried, and I feel like I have in a sense, um, <laughs> in the past couple years. Um, yeah. But like previously, I was always like tight knit. Like I only played with you know, the people who are proven these certain people like this. But then the past few years, I feel like I've kind of broken out in a sense and had to play with, you know, amateurs coming up yeah. and stuff like that. But it, it's definitely difficult, man. It's it's definitely a lot harder now, I feel like, for the older guys than it was um, in years past. Well, yeah. I'm sure it was tricky, yeah, just trying to... You're probably a little stressed, and then you got a, a miracle uh, Hail Mary somehow. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about... What I what I'm curious about. So it sort of set the stage with what you know. I sort of think might have been an issue with Phase, right? Like Alec was frustrated. It seemed like, um, at least from how I feel, it feels like they were a team that, despite what game it was, despite if it was online, uh, they always would 
do what it takes to enjoy the game and win. Like they just cared about winning. It felt to me like that finally broke this year. And I think Alec was very frustrated. I think they're probably these tweets. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think there was some uh, bumping of the minds. You are someone that it's kind of, I feel like been your way of the highway at time with leadership. Like you, you know, sort of your system, your thing. Um, You take control. I guess I'm worried that you might, you could bump heads more than maybe even Alec did because just, just how you are. Like how, how do you view it kind of going in with how you've typically maybe led in the past versus now you're surrounded by these three lords? Um, well, so that, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, I think, um, the big thing that stuck with me in the conversation that I was having with them, um, is obviously they're frustrated with the last year and like how it went down. I mean, they're, they're supposed to win, you know, pretty much every event and they, they didn't get one in a full entire season. So they're really frustrated with that. And then when I joined the call originally, I was like, I was going into it like, okay, it's roster mania. How am I going to sell myself? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, what am I going to say to make them want to pick me up? I give good like, props. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what do I got to say? And we just, we were just bullshitting for like 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Nothing really talking mm-hmm. about the game because they already know who I am, what I'm about. And yeah. then eventually I was like, I, I like, was like, yo, so like, what are you guys looking for? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what do you guys want out of your fourth? Mm-hmm. And they were like, to be honest, bro, like, we just want you to be you. And I was like, that that stuck with me. So I was like, okay, like, perfect. Like, they want me to come in and lead the troops. Now, I'm not going to – I feel like I've taken a step back in my approach the past few years. Um, oh, I was going to ask that. Okay. Yeah. Like, I definitely have. Like, I'm still hard on people. And I think that it's a good thing most of the time to be hard on people, um, especially people who can handle it because you're pushing them to be, you know, great. So yeah. – um, and I think another big thing too, is like, I mean, bro, like I realize the situation I'm, I'm in, I respect these guys. They're the best, you know, in the world. So we're going to, we're going to naturally have some arguments and stuff like that in practice, but I don't think it'll ever cross the line. Well, like when you look over, it's not, you know, cap double negative. It's a BZ. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's like, so- well, he just must have a bad map. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's got a bad map. Yeah, like, no. well, but that was funny because Joe, yeah, when we talked yesterday, kind of go through the script, that was a big thing you wanted to hit on. He kind of said it. I'm like, oh, well, Joe's ready. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, I was just not like, obviously, I mean, listen, uh, you know, like you, you know, Krim, like Cap at times, you guys have your ways to play. I, I'm a big, for, you know, I'm a big, I think it's the right way. Um, even like someone like Ken, right, just builds a system. Uh, that's why you guys have found so much success for so long. Uh, yeah. And a lot of people, that's they just can't find that. They don't get it. They don't understand it. And you just want to, I don't know, Thanos snap them, right? Uh, <laughs> and you you showed that uh, a lot of the times. You weren't always, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe not the best teammate, but were, you were a hard leader, as you said, right? You wanted to push people. You wanted to win. That's just the way you were. Was the last couple of years with Thieves, LAG, it's felt like, you've kind of just backed off a bit, at least publicly. We Obviously, we're not in the practice arena, but I mean, listen, you're not tweeting as much. You, you weren't tweeting as much. Like you, It just felt like you were focused on what you could control, if that yeah. makes sense. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I feel like I took a step back. I mean, especially like the past two seasons a lot. Um, well, I mean, the first one like on LAT, like I didn't even feel, honestly, both kind of years, like I didn't really feel like I was like, the leader of the teams like i kind of was but i kind of was not like i didn't feel like i had that respect that i had in the past where i could say something and we would just do it you know what i mean like whereas Mm -hmm. before like if i said 
yo, we're jumping off the map here. We would have just done it. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't the case last few years. So I would give input and I would still, you know, have my moments, but it it was nowhere near like what I'd done in the past. And I kind of, especially last year, like I learned to just like, I would let people off the leash a lot more, which I don't necessarily agree with still when it comes to winning consistently. I feel like you have to play in a system. And I think FaZe kind of agrees with that. Like, I mean, they were, you know, if they're consistently doing so well, they have to have a system and they have to be sticking to it to have that consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just think the last few seasons, like even on Twitter and stuff like that, I mean, I lost after major four and I just deleted Twitter for like two months and didn't tweet until I was back on phase. So like, I, I've definitely Man. changed a little bit. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. No, I mean, that's one way to, to just, you know, not deal with that stuff, right? Like yeah, not have to yeah. not get pissed off. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, you and Sam, like, you know, we had Sam on as well. He was kind of the same way. It was, ah, you know, online bullshit. And I get it as a player. Like I always wanted land. I was, a, you know, even when I worked for the league, I pushed for land, but like, you were always a very, I, I was super unlucky. Like I knew we, we would joke about it, but if there was a, a shitty Austin loss, like you opened up the blue bird, like you yep. just were kind of waiting for yeah. it to, to pop off. So I guess I always feel like with the with elite players, like top players, there's all you're like you're like towing the line of insanity in the sense of like you need you have that drive and you want to push so hard to be the best, right? But then at the same time, it's like you need to be able to not go crazy with it and alleviate alleviate some of the pressure from yourself, kind of like you're saying, like find ways where you can just take the foot off the gas a little bit. Not like not like you're slacking off, but. I, you just can't be that way a hundred percent of the time. I mean, I, maybe like a Jordan or I, some people can, but like you're, you're flirting with crazy when you get to that point, you just starve. Definitely. But I feel like it's hard to do that. And that's like one thing I've struggled with a lot is like, you're just putting your all into this 24 seven. And when things are going your way, like you're naturally going to have those, you like, want to do some, yeah. Thoughts. Exactly. You're like, listen, yeah. yeah, we need to do something else. Try this. Yeah, so. exactly. you're just you're going you're literally going insane, like trying to be the best yeah. in the world. Like, like well, most, no joke. Most like other than like Calvin Johnson, who just seems like a sweetheart. I feel like most like real freaks at their craft when it comes to like sports are they're a little different. You just got you just got to be. I, yeah. I don't know. It kinda, That's kinda the most that random, random athlete you could have ever picked just calvin johnson that's like a that's just a prime like maven back when he used to watch football every weekend i I always knew calvin johnson is like he was just seemed like this really nice dude like he retired well before he had to he just like went out and balled he was like one of the best receivers of all time he was just like chill he didn't strike me as like a terrell owens or like someone that like had that like egomania around he was in detroit so yeah i mean that's that's probably (laughs) why like probably the biggest like physical freak i've ever seen on a football field and he was just like yo the one thing I will say, though, that I feel like I've done pretty well, and um, I don't know if other players are able to do this, is um, I feel like I'm able to separate. Like, I almost have, like, people have said in the past, too, where I'm, like, two different people, right? Like, you guys can even attest to this. Like, there's 100%. Slasher, and then there's Austin. Like, I love I'm, Austin. When I, yeah. yeah, when I'm in that <laughs> Slasher mode, like, I can be that, like, you know, insane, like, competitive yeah. person and do this. But I'm able to turn it off and just be Austin. And, like, I feel like when I'm Austin, I'm, like, super relaxed most of the time like i'm not confrontational like it's almost like two different people right so it's definitely weird but i feel like some people like i mean the crim even spoke on it man like when he was saying like how much he's had to sacrifice and stuff like that to compete at this level it's actually absurd to think about like the past 10 years and how much time and effort we've put into to doing this 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it had and, to be. I, I, just one thing before we move forward from this, because Sam touched on it too. He was kind of in like a funk of this balance was was difficult for him of trying to do too much. Like, did you? It feels like you kind of have figured out like how to be just focus on you in a way. Like, is that like true? Like, have you just figured out like, okay, I know I can't do everything. Well, I'm just going to play it. Yeah, go ahead. Because I want to say like that probably was a lot easier when he didn't have expectations with the teams he was on though, right? Like it's a lot different, which will kind of be our next talking point when you're on like a phase or you're on someone that expects to win all the time. I feel like that transition was a little bit easier for him when he was on teams he didn't expect to win with. It's like, how do you keep that? I guess would be my question. Mm. Like, if that makes sense. Like, I see where you're going with it, but like, I feel like that's, isn't isn't it easier when you don't have a team you're expecting to win every event with? Well, when I was on like a mediocre team, like from my point, I I was going nuts because like I had to, I like I I just I was like okay. we need well, to yeah. do we, like that's, we need yeah. to do this like yeah. we have to do this or we will lose like we're not gonna outskill people like that's it. my my thought was Got if it. we aren't playing perfect we're gonna fucking lose because we're gonna get shit on that so that's how I thought and sometimes I think too like when I'm in that situation I'm like and it's tough to balance because I'm almost like damn, I need to do more. Like I'm a proponent or a firm believer in just do your 25%, just do your Mm -hmm. job. But like when I'm on those teams that are like, like a team like last year, for instance, where I wasn't like confident about winning every match or every, you know, tournament we showed up to, I was like, sometimes like I need to do more than my 25%, but it's hard to balance because if you try to do too much, you end up playing worse. You know what I mean? So it's like a, yeah. it's a tough situation to be in, um, to be honest, but. Did you ever have any struggles with that? You could do 5%. Got it. Got it. <laughs> did you ever have any like struggles? Did you have any struggles with that, like at all, like at, at any point, like that you can remember, like even the last couple of years, where you're like, shit, like I'm just trying to do too much type thing, or? Oh uh, yeah, I think it's definitely happened to me before. Yeah. Um, I think uh, maybe even like the beginning of last year when like I wasn't playing as well, but I was still like, I just had like one or two really bad matches, but like I think there were some moments in there where like I was trying to do too much because I w- I was thinking like I had to to give us okay. a chance but then like major two i feel like i was still like doing a little bit more than maybe my 25 percent. but I, I reeled it back in and was like okay like let me just do my job and kind of mm-hmm. let other people like you know do them like Step the major up. two run we we just kind of let people like do them and i sometimes i'd go out of my way or you know other people would go out of their way to like take the long route even when they weren't supposed to just to let other people be comfortable so it's a, it's just a balancing act it's really hard to get right but now yeah. with the phase thing, now I just got to go in and let me just do my 25%. Yeah. Let me yeah. just do my job. 20, 25%. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, no, it might be all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I want to talk about like the pressure of this because listen, you've been on, you've been on thieves, um, uh, rise. You've had teams that were like the best. Like or four thieves, to be the best. Four thieves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Let's clarify That's, that. Good point, Joe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this is, listen, if there are people that watch COD and don't expect this team to be the best from the get-go, they're tripping on LSD. Like, it, I, I don't know how you could look at this and not just think, you guys should be incredible. I, I So like, you have, at least in my eyes, unless I'm hammered, insane expectations. Like, you should be winning the majority of events. You should be the favorite for an event. At, you should be the favorite for every single event, of basically what phase has, has been. Um, a little different maybe than you've had in the past. Can be different to deal with. Yeah, I mean it definitely is different than the past couple years. But um, yeah, like well, even like your good teams, like even like Rise. I guess well, I guess Rise was like 
probably the favorite. Like every I mean, yeah. but I yeah. but I still don't think it was like you're coming into an established like dynasty. Yeah, this no, is, it's, this it's, is it's, fucking it's, different. It's a tier above, but I've yeah. been in these similar situations or close enough, and I've been playing for so long, and I put that kind of pressure on myself too that I don't think it's going to be a big deal. Um, I, I think just to be honest, I'm just going to have to like the only thing I have to do in my opinion right now is come in and learn how to play with these guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, it's going to be a different environment for me. They've been playing together. They know how they like to do things. All this, I got to, I got to come in and be a leader, but not overstep the boundaries. I got to learn how, what they like to do and stuff like that. But I think too, like, um, I don't think it'll be that hard because I think, uh, you're happy you're probably happy have, and excited too well yeah like, that too yeah. but i think they've also like <laughs> they share similar like values and like thought processes to me because i mean they have like crowder over there like i've played under him yep. we think very similarly on how to play the game so i'm assuming he's you know instilling those things into these guys as well and i just from getting to know them too like i just know they're the ultimate competitors like they want to win just as bad as anyone so i, I think for last year bz being a little bitch <laughs> well, I think, I think too. Like that's the other thing. It's not like maybe they dominated like MW, where like you know they were the favorites, favorites, and then they didn't win champs. They they didn't make a roster change. Like maybe then if you were at it this year, they just struggled, right? Like they just couldn't figure out how to win. So it almost it's like it's a dynasty, yes, but they're coming off a slow year for them. So that probably helps. Considering like it probably yeah. helps because they're like, I mean, they're pissed, right? Like yeah. all, all BZ said is, "I'm not feeling this again. I'm not going through this shit. I'll play whatever I got to play. Uh, I'll do what I have to do." Type thing. So it's almost like the best situation in terms of that because they're like they're they're fucking heated. Yeah, I think that's what makes me most excited about it is they're coming off a bad year and they haven't yeah. really had to feel that yet. So now they're gonna be like, they're they're gonna kick it up another notch. So it's going to be very fun to play with, I feel like. Yeah, it's interesting when you think about, like, last year, well, this this move for you, I mean, it, it's got it's going to be a shot, right? Like, it's, it's going to rejuvenate your career a bit. Now, I mean, you won last year, don't get me wrong, but, like, this is yeah something something different. And, like, for them, listen, it's still early in their careers. Um, they're some of the greatest players of all time. Um, I just, like, the... The person in me, not from like a bias standpoint, just I, I I like to try and appreciate greatness. When you're watching the Tom Brady's, the 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 Kobe's, like I, I just like to kind of soak it in. Like this, we're seeing something we haven't seen before. And like last year, kind of pisses me off in that standpoint. Like they, they had a time, they had a chance to be this all time thing, but in the long run, like that year could be good. Just sort of a just that reminder. It's not even like a one bad event. It's like a year where you look back at it and you're like, not again. Yeah, I, I don't think it could get like from a competitor standpoint. I feel like second place is the worst. Legit, I would rather get sixth than second. Like that is so yeah. bad. I mean, the the money's nice, obviously, but like to be so close and to lose in the finals, especially that many seconds like they too. Did, yeah, oh my god, it seconds. has to eat at you. <laughs> See, I think like, a lot of players has... I've talked to would be like, I would take that over like what they had, like over yeah. maybe winning once and then bad results, just because. Well, I think a lot of you guys like to play. You want to get to that final. You want you want to be competing at, uh, on the main stage in a final. Oh, for sure. So they get yeah. to do it every event. But just for that team, it's just like, yeah, it's not a good thing. Even though for many that'd be a great thing, it's 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 just not. I mean, I, it it's almost I couldn't imagine the mental blender that they were in though. Like, just oh yeah, we gotta fix this. Do they do that? Get to the final, lose again. Like fix this. It, it, it does that. They didn't really the final, fix like, anything. Lose. Though that was the thing though. 
they like i think that was what surprised me the most. vanguard is the ultimate See, we're I not sure think, i don't even think it was vanguard <laughs> i the more i thought about it, the more i think it was just in the past when they would put in the work to fix stuff vanguard was a part of it no don't get me wrong I, okay. game, this game is horrible okay but when they would have problems in the past i thought i would see pretty like quick and clear things they would do differently to try and fix it and we talked about it in the past it was the same bullshit all year like it, it just that's how it looked at me same same shit same problems they weren't fixing stuff i just don't think they were 100 percent checked yeah i don't know we'll see all right moving on i mean austin uh, obviously roster mini is kind of underway any you know any rosters you're excited to play against like you know after last year I guess moving into this year, like any, you know, with this team, like, is there anyone you, I mean, you're back, maybe the phase optic rivalry is always a good time. Yeah. And when you um, look forward to play. I kind of, I mean, there's a lot of teams I want to play. I think the phase optic one would be cool. Um, I've been a part of that rivalry before. That's always fun. But I think yeah. the big one right now is the, the thieves, right? Cause they just won. Obviously mm -hmm. like I have some, some pass with those guys. So like, I always want to play teams like that. That question's soft. Are you worried about anybody, dude? Oh, like you just got not. this team. Are you worried about anybody? <laughs> of course not. The only thing I'm worried about is ourselves. We're we're gonna beat ourselves, or we're gonna win okay. every match. Like that's, that's what it's coming down to in my eyes. Like, mine as long too. As we, <laughs> yeah. As long as we put in the work and we're we're on top of things like we should be, we're gonna we're gonna challenge every everybody at every event and have a good chance of taking it home. So. Yeah, I don't give a this, fuck about who you look forward to playing. I don't know if you're worried about anybody because I, I, I think no, I just feel like this well, is I, people. That could have been another question. You could have picked that up, maybe. You didn't have that. Wasn't a soft I'm question. Sorry. I just I'm, thought he was excited. Will you forget me? Will you forget me? Anyone. Listen, yeah, I, I, I will. My cop, good cop, dude. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. That's fine. Okay. I just had to get that. I just had to get to him saying that because I mean I think thieves like obviously thieves are. They, they should be good. It feels like it started to click for them, even if it doesn't early in the title. If they they prove they can stick with it and they they will get good, you'd think. But the more I think about your roster, like I think too, the big thing about our roster now you is you just um, make sense there, man. Like it really does to me a lot. <laughs> it really does. But I think too, like the the thing I'm gonna help the most with, or what I hope to help the most with, is S and D search. Like, yeah, I feel like my teams have always been really good search teams for the most part. Like even thinking back to my MV team, um, Cap, App, and John, like the reason why we were able to beat Optic in certain times or be in the finals consistently is because of S&D. Like we went two champs with barely losing an S&D back to back. Like well, and those were usually dominant. They were usually number one fucking yep. team just this year. They, they were, but that was the way I was able to beat them in the finals is because of S&D. True. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I bring a good, like, structure to S&D, and these guys are obviously really good S&D players, so I think that, like, it's just, like, the perfect match. Well, even, like, Cold War, the stages they lost, like, Ultra Stage 2, they got, it, it, you know, that that's when they would lose, is Surge. Yeah. Like, when they would drop Searches, that's when they were vulnerable. So, yeah, I'm excited for that as well, just because I feel like I know you, you've always sort of had this pick style or, like, slow things down, play a default find a pick but sort of mixing in with them in their search could be like really fun because you're going to be like you could literally have rounds where you're not involved in anything and you're like what the fuck just happened like <laughs> like that could literally be a three piece over it yeah like, okay. yeah you're like all right that worked like yeah. <laughs> there might not be any sort of like well you're gonna have like defaults and everything but a lot it just could just be different i don't know and sort of intertwining that that those play styles yeah also worth noting you know, it couldn't like be completely the tiny tears because Alex like six three, but 
you, you brought the average height down. Like you guys could just be the you know, all be the tiny terrorists. You know, how tall are you? <laughs> I'm like five ten. But uh, see, as soon as, see, no, 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 but standing next yeah. to them, I'm six foot. Let's yeah, go. yeah. <laughs> six four. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Dude, somebody, yeah. somebody put a picture on the Reddit one time. I interviewed Simp, and they like shrunk him down to miniature size. Oh, it, yeah. it, it was so funny to me. Like it looks so real. I'm like, oh, dude. Put him yeah. in my backpack. Huh? I remember they too. They stood up. I think it was Major Maniac or someone. They had him standing in the vent in Bo4, like on Arsenal. Remember he was standing up and down. Oh like, yeah, oh yeah, that was yeah. so good. That was so good. Dude. It was so good. Um, okay. I mean, we're, we can, um, well, I'm going to know, like, but, uh, is, are you moving there? Uh, did we ask oh, that? Yeah. yeah no, no, uh, that's you the are? plan is to move there. Huh. Yeah. Within okay. like around game launch sometime around then. So didn't you just move? Uh, I was in Dallas for the last two years. So right now I'm back home in Cali, like visiting family and stuff oh, like that. Hanging out. Yeah. I, remember when I first asked you to be on it? You said, I thought you said you were moving or something. Maybe you're just going back. home or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was coming back home. Yeah. It's like if you just moved to like a new apartment, that really sucks. Sorry, dude. Oh no, 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 no. That's why like I get the lease set up around the time the game drops. So like you know what I mean. Uh, I, I thought I would end up being in Dallas again, but then obviously this happened. So I still have some of my stuff out there, like my Herman Miller, for instance. Like I'm gonna go get that and ship. Is there just like a neighborhood of COD kids in Dallas? Is there just like like three, four apartment buildings where like there's just like yeah. COD kids just kind of yeah? Everywhere? So I was rooming with Accuracy Lamar for like uh-huh. what two years now. Um, his teammates were close by. My teammates were close by. Like we had the same spot. Like kind of right next to the. We could overlook the American. Airline Center were like the envy uh, and stuff like that. So there, there's definitely fun. a lot of no, yeah, it is. I like Dallas. Yeah, Dallas cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just being on like, hey, what are you guys doing tonight? You guys pr- not pricing, pricing. All right, let's go out. You know, get food. That's probably nice. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That's what honestly, I'm gonna miss that kind of like room with uh, I, Lamar's one of my closest friends um mm-hmm. in the gaming community. So. I'm gonna miss that a little bit, but obviously, like I'm ready to go to Atlanta. Go. <laughs> and wherever I gotta go, wherever I gotta go. It, it hit me at the. Uh, so I'm very much a homebody in the sense of like, I, I guess I'm a person that I'm good with like online connections. Like if I'm playing games with Joe every day and stuff, like I, I feel like I'm hanging out with Joe. Like I'm good. It's nice to see Joe, but like I feel like I'm okay with just like chatting with someone and I'm good. But then like I was at the uh, next thing, and like I did all the creators like one place, just seeing everybody. It's just. It's, it's but different. you went outside. I did, Joe. I did. I went on. A, I went on a trip to uh, California. It makes me miss the Columbus days, right? Yeah, That's, we were just talking about that. Like, I, I it, my memory of it is so like it was such a fucking pain in the ass because they they asked me to move to a goddamn Manhattan, which was the most expensive place in the world, and then they're like, ah, nah, curveball. Uh, you're flying to Columbus every week, and then flying every back week. to New York, and flying back week. to New York to record trading shots, and I was like. So twice huh? a week, not, <laughs> yeah. yeah, twice a week, just back and forth. But there, I guess there was a period I lived there for a couple months and stuff. But I have such weird memories of that because it was just such a, it was a weird time. That's when like Cobb was like you transitioning were, and uh, yeah, yeah, you were doing, you were, you know, you were drinking. That was two tab Evans and. You, you probably don't remember a lot. It's probably pretty blurry for you for a reason. There's probably <laughs> a lot of memories that you just don't remember. You just woke oh. up covered in wine. Rich Campbell's to my right. Okay, what's up, dude? We're on the couch. Like our JRPGs are still on in front of us. I'm slobbering on myself. Yes, yeah, that happens sometimes. But I, I wish beer. we could go back to something like that, though, man. Like the league, like the league matches, like almost what like an LCS oh, I love, does. I love like that. everyone I in one that. area, bro. You could go to the gym with anyone from any team. Like we were getting basketball games. Like going out to get food like it that time i don't know if it'd ever be top to be honest like it was we're getting so back to fun. it now joe and i are gonna keep fucking talking about it until someone hears it and is like oh yeah i mean like we shouldn't have launched the cdl and gone fucking backwards 
Yeah, you no, know, I, not, yeah. We're gonna keep I'm, talking. I'm, about I'm it. still all for it. Just a little home, like a nice little home. And like, I, I mean, even for us now, because we've gotten, you know, uh, a bunch of us are had like his talent. Like, we don't even have to. We could still work remote. But I just think for the players, and as long as you guys are on land, that's all I really yeah. want. Like, I'm still in my I house. Want. I'm living in Joe's basement. I'm be rich. That's what I'm telling you to do. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you to do. That house I, is I, something. I, I, I can babysit, dude. You got the child on the way? Be like, what's up, little, what's up, little man? <laughs> you want to learn? All right, back to, Cod, back to Cod, uh, back to Cod. You're not babysitting. Um, okay, so we'll we'll touch on Vanguard just just a little bit. Uh, you know, we you touched on Major Two, the Search and Destroy. I so I want to just you know ask you what what the hell worked that weekend? I I mean, no one. I, I don't know. They're a, a pickup team. From losers one to the final, and you win. What uh, the hell? I don't. I mean, I think that it was just the perfect storm. Like we we did what we needed to do, get by and um, respawns. Uh, we we're like, dude, it was the craziest stuff because we would be backstage, like haven't played a map, like uh, we haven't played Bokage Hardpoint together. Like I guess we got to veto it. Like, or, or, but no, <laughs> yeah. they're really good at this map. Like we just have to veto this one. And like as the tournament went on, like we had to learn, like certain things like okay they're the best team at gavitu but we have to play them on it anyways because we can't play this map together and like we just got really good with the veto system really quick and um i think too like we we're able to like i said like we just played as like a pickup team but it worked out because everyone was comfortable like i feel mm -hmm. like i was probably the least comfortable but like i'm i've had confidence in myself to be able to do <laughs> things that i wasn't comfortable doing if that makes sense so like when we brought sparta on i was like okay where do you play and SD, like on this map, he'd be like, Oh, I play this. I'd be like, Damn, that's where I play. Yo, I, was shit, like, my right, spot. Fine. I was like, Go ahead. I was like, I'll figure it out over here. And then there was a map where he, like, I think Desert Siege, for instance, like, we were really good at that map, but he hated it. And I was like, I get you don't like it, but if we, the farther we get, eventually we're going to have to play it, bro. Like, it is what it is. Like, what do we need to talk about to get you ready? So we just, like, I don't know, man. It was a perfect storm and respawn. And then SD, I feel like that was the best SD weekend from a team possibly ever. And we just reacted so well to mid-round decision-making and we instilled okay. in each other like, yo, if anyone calls anything, we're doing it right away. No hesitation, but we're not just going rogue. Like we're not just running at people, but let's get the info and like, yo, if you see three people over here, let's hit the other side real fast. And we just did it. Two, two things. One, it reminded me of Joe of like your search run when he almost won champs. Kind of, you, guys, you guys just got hot. Like I'll never forget that. 6L of well, it, it's similar, similar to him. Like, we had a really like we almost didn't got a group, so we had a tiebreaker. Um, and you know, we were playing with Ray at the time, and you know, Ray was a pretty hard strung, like, you know, I, I hit it, and Jay just they fucking hated it, right? Like, they were the young guys, what <laughs> like what Austin's literally talking about, and there's this like older French Canadian yelling in their ear, like, and he like they just didn't like it. And I will never forget after the group stage, we met and we were, I was just like, guys, whatever the fuck you two want to do, do it. That was it. That was it. And then we went on a run. So, yeah, it's similar to him where they were wow. just like, make a call and let's get it done. Well, next thing, which could be a really dumb comparison in question. But so when you're when you're up, up against Team Austin and it's search, uh, it, let's say it's there. The other teams on defense, you know, it's like the you you said you would play a different spot for this, right? Like you basically, if you're playing against thieves or whoever, like put where all four people will be and like a, a normal static defensive round, like what their normal setup is. Like put like, like say like, Oh, Octane's going to play yep. this side, like stuff like that. Like for the most part. Yeah. 
like when we're going into matches like we would that's the thing too is when i do vod research like i don't like like watching like super close but i watch close enough to be like okay this is like their default this is some things they like to do yeah just certain little things so you could be like oh let's say we're last guy's kenny but we haven't seen him he probably plays over here you know what i mean so he's probably either flanking this side of the map or wrapping back like you can have some just general ideas and just be quicker on like making your rotations on the map and stuff like that well, I wondered if it was similar to like, you know, when a, I don't know, say an NFL quarterback goes down, backup comes in, he'll see a lot of success because the team hasn't like schemed for him yet. I wondered yeah. if like with little changes like that, if that will oh, oh, help I... or find openings because like you're not where Octane expected you to be or you're mm. playing different than no, all yeah. the scrims. I wondered, I didn't know that was a dumb question no, or if that might I, happen no, 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 a little that, bit. That was a good point too, because I think that definitely helped us like going into matches. Well, first off, people didn't know how to veto versus what are they good at? Right. We yeah. we don't even know what we're good at. So, what so you, they just played around. <laughs> yeah, they just played around their best <laughs> maps or what it's they. Like, it's like, it's like the Australians come over chance back in the day. Like no one knew the fuck they played. Like what are exactly. we exactly? So here? like <laughs> and then too like what are our strats in S and D? We don't even know what our strats are. We're calling them on the fly. Like yo, Spart would be like yo, I like the wall bang top barn here. I was like, all right, go ahead. <laughs> like you know, so what that I mean? like, might actually be kind of good. It catches people well, on yeah. guard to a degree. I'm sure. That, uh, I think that definitely helped us. And I think too like. We just had the mentality of two. Like, I've always had this in a sense, and I feel like that's why, like, the losers bracket, like, king, all that stuff that I joke about has come from. Mm. Like, I just play, like, bro, we have nothing to lose. You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. go out there and play the game, like, full confidence. Like, we have nothing to lose. They're supposed to beat us. Like, I've always had that kind of mentality. Like, even when I'm on the best teams, like, at this point, I'm like, I have nothing to lose, bro. I've already won tournaments. I've already done all this. I'm just going to go out there and play my game, and whatever happens, happens. Like, and I think that helped us a lot. Because I think that, especially like having Spark come on and have him have that mentality when he's, you know, hasn't really been in a lot of big moments yet, I think helped him perform better too. Well, you won. Now, now I'm just curious. Like, all right, so let's just rewind uh, the time of Slasher. Uh, you came from nowhere. We'll talk about that later. You, you, you spawned in, just appeared. <laughs> but um, you basically you had this stretch where you're a top two, three, number one AR. You, you're just dominating on top teams, and then the CDL comes and. In the fucking blender. Um, OGLA shit show. LA Thieves shit show. It was just yeah. like, yeah. fuck. Did that, did that, like, maybe not for the whole period, but for that year at least, did that one win just, was that enough? Like, you got that, you got that win at least. Um, I don't know if it was enough, but it definitely was a big thing for me because, um, I saw you on stage like, when I said, what the fuck was that? You were smiling your ass off. Dude, yeah, you were I mean, real happy. I, it was getting to the point where I was almost like, damn, am I ever going to win again? You know what I mean? Like, I was in that blender. <laughs> in that yesterday. Cycle. You're like, do I yeah. suck? <laughs> I was like, I was in that cycle of like, and I've, like I said, I've been around for so long now. So I've seen a lot of top players be in those teams where they're winning consistently or doing that thing. And then they fall off. Like, they fall down. They start playing on a little bit worse team, a little bit worse team. And I saw, like, I was doing that same kind of thing. Like, I was on the top team for so many years in a row. OGLA should have been a top team. Wasn't LAT, not even close. LAG again not supposed to be a top team I was just on that downward spiral and I was like I've seen this happen before I was like when this happens it's very hard to get back to the top it's very hard to win again usually you just get cycled out like and eventually retire this and is like, like a I, graph I don't know if anyone's done like the fucking whatever you just did like you know you're like do roller coaster but yeah I, I was honestly getting to the point where I was like damn like it's getting pretty close. Like maybe it's just my time is coming up. Like it is That's what crazy. it is. You're so, thinking that and that. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then a two going into that major, like 
I feel like we were finally starting to put things together. Like we were starting to get good with gunless. And then mm-hmm. bam, a day before the event, this happens. I'm like, dude, I it, it, I just can't buy like catch a break. Like it's just chalked at this point. How many point. times? How many times did he fucking tweet? I'm so unlucky. I'm so unlucky. <laughs> yeah, he, did, he did tweet after that. He did tweet after that. <laughs> it was the like once was every gone. two weeks for a while, bro. I, I mean, God, listen, my man was all unlucky. I was due after the yeah. week. I would do a big dub. Of course, it was at a casino too, so it all right? paid off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was just nuts. Uh, I mean. After that event, then did you just, all right, obviously you won an event. Were you hoping to stay? Like, did you kind of know that was fucking nuts? Probably weren't going to do that again. But did you guys think you could be a top three, top four team? Um, I thought there was potential, like definitely with how good our S&D was. And I didn't really know what Chris or Spart was capable of yet. Like I only had played with him for so long. Um, Was it your call, him over Gunless, or what was the deal there? Um, well, it wasn't really my call. It was like a, a team and org okay. thing. It was like, yeah, we just won. Like we obviously yeah, Pierce yeah. like got the short end of the stick. I feel so bad for him. Actually, after last year, I feel like he, he was one of our better players at the beginning of the season and the the health stuff just started happening. He just, you know, got screwed kind of. Um, but yeah, so we were like, we just won, like, let's play this out and see how it goes. Uh, and I thought like, obviously didn't expect to go in and win every event or anything after that. Like I knew no, no, what we just did was like pretty extraordinary. Like, it's not going to happen every, every, um, every time. So I was like, let's see how it goes. See what, you know, Spart's capable of, see what, you know, we can do. And obviously like, I think to the month break after that major kind of screwed us. Like mm. it, most of the other events, like once they happen and you're, you're on that high, you want to get playing. Playing, right again. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, again. We ha- hopefully yep. we have staying league in, matches staying next in rhythm, staying in yeah. rhythm. Yep. And we had a month or two of just only practice. And also everyone took a week off because there was that month break. So I think that just really hurt us bad. And then we were just ever able to get back to that, that form that we were, you know, at a major two. I remember thinking of that analogy. I asked, I remember thinking like you guys just mm-hmm. caught people off guard. It was a special weekend, but I, I didn't personally, I hoped I, w- I wanted just say I've always been a fan of yours. You know, you always came on hot mic and didn't show up late. And uh, <laughs> I just was like, all right, I want this to work. But I, yeah, I did. I just didn't really think so personally. Yeah. Makes and sense. then after that, it was a mess, right? I mean, then gunless is on back on. Then you had like Neptune. The last, the last, the final roster though was Spart, Neptune and Hook, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then, I mean, okay. So the gunless came on a mess. Then Trying to make champs, you guys make this ro- the the young kid roster with you three. Um, I mean, it feels like there was a ton of potential there, and even like Alec, knowing he's going to play with those guys now at LAG, knows there's potential. Do you just think he needed more time? Was that just it? Like, there was just so many roster moves, and I don't know. I think just getting I think, on the same page. I think maybe we could have done something with more time, but. Mm-hmm. Honestly, don't know. Like, I think another big piece of our major two win um, was Asim. Like, I honestly thought, personally, like, I understand why Spark got the MVP, like, coming in, but I thought Asim was our most valuable player. Like, I yeah. think he did a lot of the dirty work. Um, I think he brought, like, a lot of energy and also helped the others, like, with that, like, confidence and stuff like that. And also, there was, bro, Asim was cold blooded in the finals, bro. Like, I don't know what yeah, it was. was playing against FaZe. Yeah. It was like, it was like a whole different thing. Like, usually when I played with people, like in the past, like certain people, like they'll go up against like that phase and like they won't be themselves or be confident. Bro, he was like, nah, 
he was disrespectful. He was like, Beezy, fuck it, I'm chowing. And I was like, what the? <laughs> you know, in my head, I'm like, I was like, yo, what the hell? But he was winning it too. Like, it was Bokage, uh, like one of the maps. He just jumped in from on offense. He just climbed up top gate and went in the top house. And I was yeah. like, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I don't even know where people are yet. And you're just running in there. And he was getting kills, ripping people off head glitches. And I felt like Asim was a huge part of our success. And he I might not be in the not- league. I, I think it's yeah. like, it's crazy nice. to me. But then I, I think of that and you talk about that. I'm like, it's wild he's not in. But then he had moments last year where I was like, is he even is he, he was there? super 50 50 like, this year? Yeah. Like, is he is he aware of the game's being played? And then other times he's a cold blooded killer. And like I know, you know, inconsistency is a thing, hot and cold, but it well, seems that, like, where he played a lot of the times on the map, like uh that lower Berlin bomb zone, when you're playing that hut, you're either getting a kill or you're dying, right? Like yeah. And I just quickly, some of the spots he could play could ease. They just add up, add up. And well, he's like that type of player too, like an an Abizi type of player where he's just kind of running at you, you know, relentlessly. Mm-hmm. And like that is really hard. Like I always say this, like the way Abizi plays the game, I could never do. Like no way. And I think I'm one of the most talented <laughs> players to to ever play Call of Duty. Uh-huh. You know, one of the greatest. I could never play the game like that. Like there's no way button walls, bro. Yeah, no Um, shot. Like he'll, he runs at you and just disrespects you and gets the kill. And I'm just like, I I don't know, but that's the best ever do that from that position. uh, The way he plays, no one's ever, no one's ever been fucking close. (laughs) But like Asim kind of has that similar thing. But I think last year, especially the major two run in the beginning of the season, he kind of learned how to like reel it in a little bit, like not to where he's not uncomfortable, but to where he's playing a little bit smarter at times. And I think with a little bit more time, he might, if he finds that consistency, because I think Asim's really like a really good teammate, obviously, and just talented as well. I think if he finds a little bit more consistency, he's going to be, he's going to be really good play in the future. It might just be because I don't know how vocal he is. It, it reminds me of like app and I played with app, but you played with app, obviously world champ. Like, it just feels like, yeah, we love it. Love him. <laughs> but like, it feels like sometimes maybe those guys just need to be a little bit more vocal of, Hey, this isn't going well for me. Like maybe somebody help me or where can I adjust off to? And maybe that's just all, all it is. Just maybe him saying like, fuck, like somebody please help me. I'm, I, I just, I need it. Maybe yeah. that's it. I almost thought, and like, this is totally an assumption where I almost thought like we were going to hear it, like something, something happened, like an injury or something with a girl or a family member. Like, cause it just seems so like, at moments like he was distracted almost i got that feeling or he was just so locked he was frying i i thought it was off. i thought honestly yeah. it was gonna be like a personal thing that's just the vibe i got and I'm, I'm old and sometimes wise so maybe maybe not but it just seemed he seemed so level-headed unselfish and it surprised me to see i guess the lack of uh consistency at times i don't know i think he's a beast i hope he's in the league i i, I love him. yeah same I, I love asim he's a he's a great player like i said i wanted to keep playing with him to be honest that just was not the direction the the team went at the end because he did have a poor major three but like i felt like he was so strong at major one and two and he was just so easy to work with that yeah. like i had that confidence that he could like you know turn it around again so but it ended up happening i think the team at the end like i think we had potential but i just think the consistency was like it wasn't going to be there to actually probably win an event. We could have yeah. maybe made it to champs, but winning would have been, would have been tough. Yeah. I'm but, sure. I mean, that's what that, that team's built now off of, you know, they, they're going with the onions. They're built off potential. So yeah, we'll see what happens with Alec there now. But yeah. um, I mean, last Vanguard thing, I mean, besides that, I felt like with all that happening, you were just still doing your thing though. Like it just felt like you individually stages three and four were kind of going nuts. We're like, 
We were like, ah, you, know, you should look at the stats. Like, oh, Slasher's back. Like, did you just have a good feel for the game at that point? Like, um, did anyone? I think, I think I had, <laughs> I think I actually had a pretty good feel for the game, especially in SD. Yeah. Like, I felt like I was like, I personally think I was the best SD player in that year, um, at least in the argument for it. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just had that like two like that major two run doing what we did. Like I felt like like I was always really confident even in the years before, and I had shown that on the OGLA roster. There was an event where I almost won from Cali, where I had like a one point yep. four, and we we beat Phase in the first hard point. We're up one zero, and then me and TJ got two v one round eleven. There were moments yep. where I was showing that like my Shit, old even self. that champs run. Shit, I yeah. mean, I I mean, just that one v one on our club peak. I mean, yeah, we were so close that? to pushing. Who the that. hell knows? Like, exactly. So there yeah. was a lot of moments where I was doing like old slasher stuff, but I feel like that win too just honestly gave me like I was really confident, but that just gave me like the extra like little bit of swagger, like yeah, yeah, where I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, yeah, because yeah. I, I like I said, I was almost getting to the point where I was like, damn, am I ever gonna win again? And I won. And I was like. I'm still, I'm still that fucking well, guy. I got it still. I got it still. All right. So I don't want to be tone deaf with this, but on that topic of like you going through that, listen, I, I got pissed with some of the players during the pandemic because I thought you guys were just being fucking dickheads when it was like, <laughs> listen, everyone was struggling. Um, you guys were bitching my format and this and that. I'm like, you guys are getting paid so much to still play a game. You're lucky to still have a job. Shut the fuck up and play. That's yeah. how I felt during a lot of it. I'll be honest. I was, I was fucking pissed. Just that, like the attitude time for from you, some though, of the players. Rough time for uh, that, you, no, that's what I want to talk about, though. Like, as much as I was yeah, annoyed, yeah. like, listen, I, I, I went through it during the pandemic. I was all over the place. Like, I wasn't sleeping much sometimes. Like, I had a buddy pass away, and mentally, I was destroyed. Like, I was in a bad way, and it was just worse because how isolated you were, and like, you just, you just were like stuck in your shit, man. Like, you just couldn't like. It was hard to get out and just like reset gyms were closed austin you know yeah. we like austin likes to get yeah get, get all year rocked you know <laughs> i'm sure it was like it was harder right i'm sure it was tough much as i was like annoyed by some of this stuff like i'm sure as great a job as it is and the fact that you can still compete at home like i'm sure it still sucked like yeah you i mean i think you hit the nail on the head you couldn't escape it like i was saying yeah. earlier like the slasher versus austin thing i couldn't really go out with friends or be all you know what i mean like i was yeah. just only in my room only gaming only looking at reddit twitter whatever it may be and you're just like engulfed in all of this and you can't escape it just there's no loop, sports bro. to go watch there's no nothing like the only other option was to stream other games or something like that but then you're still in the the you're reading chats world. like what's going on what's doing yeah. this yada 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 you're like so then it was just know. it was just it was a lot and i think too like we were kind of I mean, from our point of view, we, I feel like we were almost set up because we were moved to California. All my teammates moved to California. Then it went online, and we didn't have no servers around California. So it was just a perfect storm where it was just like, dude, I forgot what, are we, what are like, we supposed to do, man? Like, I'm trying. Like, people say, like, oh, I'm making all these excuses, like, tweeting all these things, like, which I was tweeting a lot of stuff. But at the end of the day, when I'm behind closed doors, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, I'm working my ass off. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to find a way. How can we still win? You know, how can we do this? Like, I'm working just as hard as anyone else. And it was hard. And there's a difference, yeah. too. Like, people get, like, listen, 80 ping versus 40 ping. Listen, you can still win. Shut the fuck up. Like, it's possible. But, like, you guys were getting legitimate packet loss and teleporting around Dude, the map. Yeah, like, that yeah. was, I remember, like, Joe and I were cast. I was like, oh, God, what the fuck was that, Joe? Bro, so I had to too. We had to play Dallas Empire in an event, 
in like the semis on the Dallas host. And I'm like, bro, oh, I'm, like, Come on, yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm trying here, man. Like I, I'm trying my hardest. It's Colorado, but Colorado didn't exist yet. Right. Yeah, isn't, no. that, isn't that what happened? Yeah. Plus, yeah, I mean, that was right after Black Ops 4 year, which was like, that was when the, that was land everything. That was yeah. land literally everything. So I knew that was going to happen. They just weren't no, equipped yeah. for it. Yeah, of course the not. fact is, CDL got hit in the fucking face the second it started, and they just weren't equipped for something. Yeah, it was the worst timing possible. Literally mm -hmm. the worst timing. 100%. I, I still feel like I'm stuck in a loop, dude. Just with streaming and stuff, I streaming's weird. It's it just, mm -hmm. when you wake up and like do it every day, it's like you're just in this, like, you're in the twilight zone, bro. I, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, honest, more um, miscellaneous historical stuff. Clint and I were laughing about this yesterday. I mean, where, how did you get your start in COD? Because we were joking. I just remember playing you in like Ghost Finals, uh, Stage Three. I was just like, yeah, Slasher was on <laughs> that was team. Born that year, bro. Just yeah, like, room, uh, like, we're like uh, how did you get to being a, a, a COD pro? Um, so yeah, so I was always kind of playing like SND GBs and stuff, like. Okay. Even since like MW2, but never like super seriously. Like I would just play, you know, after baseball practice, come home, some people on, play a match or two. As soon as we lost one match, we'd disband and like, restart what over are we again. Talking? Uh, MW2, MW3. Okay. Um, and then I really started Early. doing a lot more in BO1. I played like a lot of hardcore SNDGBs. And then hardcore. Black Ops. Hardcore. I was a hardcore guy. Holy shit. I was a hardcore guy until BO2. That explains the, the shitload. The only reason why I got out of hardcore 2 was because Miyagi, who I'd been playing with a little bit at the time, won a core like tournament in one of the games or something like that and made uh -huh. like 300 bucks. And at the time, I was like, made 300 bucks i was like bro i've been beating this kid like what i gotta switch to this core shit <laughs> like you know, i gotta start playing this and then he was going to an event in bo2 uh like a local or something like that so i went to it played with him and i won an astro headset at this time i was still playing with the old xbox 360 like i didn't have the money for an astro headset but i made that and then yeah like, and then he was going to anaheim and bo2 and i was like i don't really know respawn or anything like that but i'll go and we got uh -huh. 17th but i remember sitting in that crowd when complexity was winning and i was watching yeah. it and i was like damn like i really want to play like and i played against a lot of you guys too like i remember i played against you might have been on the team in the gbs where you're doing like the 100 to zero run you cap and nade might have been. Like, you might have yeah, been you, but we beat you guys i remember we beat you guys at one point i was like <laughs> Probably bro, I, I had, I had <laughs> played... he ended your career i'd played against a lot of these names that were up on this stage yeah. doing this and i was like Bro, I feel like I can play with these guys. So then I started taking it a little bit more seriously. Went to one more event, BO2, got 17th again. Um, and then Ghost came around. I was really in school heavy. Mm -hmm. The first event I couldn't go to because um, I had a test and my teacher would not move it. So then I yeah. was like, I was like, man, you know, this ain't going to work like with school and everything. I almost quit. And then um, another event rolled around and I got talked into going with Miyagi, Strife, and Attach. And then we okay. beat the optic team placed top eight and were officially pros. And then that was it oh. ever since then. Yeah. That, I, I, I was the last big team match on land. Sent them to the it was you. Yes, it, it was, was you. Me. It was me. I was probably yeah. really excited about that at that time, honestly. I was probably like, yeah. And then that was I like the you moment. Guys. Like we placed pro and then I actually like started getting like, okay, like I can for sure do this. And then, yeah, and then later that year, I was—I felt like I was one of the best players in Ghost at the end. We got to the finals yeah, no, and played against you guys, like so. Yeah, 
uh, year one, I, I was in college. It was when I first started competing in Halo, and I was traveling all over. I just skipped the test. I had like I got a letter home uh, after my first semester, like a one point six GPA. I skipped ninety percent of my classes, skipped the test, just was fucking playing Final Fantasy eleven and going to Halo events. I didn't give a shit. I wasted all of my student loans. Just was right it out. But then that's actually why I stopped going to events and stopped competing completely because I was like, I'm going to fail out of college. And then I, yeah. <laughs> I had to lock my it mom, down. But like, I couldn't My mom would have killed me if I yeah, did Yeah, no, that. 100%. Like, I, 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 I could not even get close to doing both. You, you, yes. how many, how many players have, have there actually been that have been like full-time in college with a real degree, not like dance, and competing at the top level? I, and, think, like, only, well. I think I'm the only one to finish. Uh, me, I think me too. I think it's oh, just you, me. Okay, also. you finish. It might be only us two. I know, like, but I, did I, a I don't few have years. A, I don't have a robotic engineering degree. <laughs> yeah. Mine's just marketing. That's like what really? I was, yeah, see, I went for marketing. I didn't pay attention ninety percent of the time. You don't get a robotics yeah. engineering degree by not paying attention. What What is the actual degree you have? Is robotic it? engineering. Yeah. Yeah, like that's like when I went to when I went to a right. my first major was accounting. Right you yeah. a piece of paper right there saying I did. My, my first major was accounting. I went in. The professor said, like, listen, 60% of you are going to fail. And I was like, haha, I fucking definitely failed. You, like, had to. <laughs> it was, like, three hours of homework a night. You had to. You can't, like, bullshit through accounting. You have to, like, put the time in. And I wasn't going to do that. But, like, your major, you had to. You don't just, like, go in and be like, oh, I'm robots. No. Yeah, that, so what I think what he's trying to say is what was that like? Yeah. That that. Shit yeah was I, I, hard. I can't imagine. Like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that shit was nuts, dude. Like that okay, you said sixty percent of the people were gonna fail. I'm pretty sure the entirety of the class was getting like under a sixty percent on the test. And the sixty percent was like an A. Like you were like, damn, you know your shit. Like it was like, dude, those that's, tests were difficult. And that's wild. honestly, the mo the hardest part about it for me was not even the tests and stuff like that, because I feel like I was a pretty good test taker. Um, it was the labs. Because we'd have to be in the labs, like doing the computer programming or building the robots or something like that. And you would have to be in there for 10 hours a day almost. So it was like, okay, guys, sorry. I, I remember when I started teaming with um, Temp, Hook, and Classic for the AW Worlds event. It was when one of my classes was the craziest. It was Mechatronics. Um, and they would call me like, yo, where you at? We're trying to play. I was like, listen, guys, I'm sorry. I cannot practice for this event. I was like, I'll show up and play well. But like, I can't practice. So we just went there and didn't even, I didn't even practice. And well, then there AW other was times, like, that was like the AIDS game, but yeah, go on. Yeah, go yeah. On. yeah, yeah. But yeah, then there were other the times game. where like, I realized the class I was in, like, okay, this one, I don't have any labs. It's just tests. I'm going to skip all the classes and practice and show up for the test and, and figure it out. Sidebar, when you say labs, I had lab in high school and I had a girl, Stephanie, I had a crush on. And one time <laughs> everyone else left the classroom and in lab, I did extracurricular activities. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> nice, babe. Perfect. So nice to you. Yeah. Uh yeah. Shout out Stephanie. Thank you. Appreciate it. Like like robotic engineer, like, I mean, that's is that just what you want to do? Like, if you weren't doing this, what would you probably be doing now? Like, I don't even know where you would go. I feel like I would be doing some sort of like computer programming or game design or something like that. Cause like robotic engineering, I don't have to just necessarily be building robots. Like I did a lot yeah, of different things. Like, awesome. Can we get you an IW? Like, Huh? <laughs> but like I did like a little bit of everything, like mechanical okay. engineering, electrical engineering, computer programming, CS, like all that. So like all of those things were robotics because you have to be able to do everything. You have to be able to assemble the robot, which is like mechanical and stuff like that. You have to be able right. to do all the wiring, electrical work, stuff like so that. You can and build a robot right now if you needed to. 
Not right now. No. Okay. Six, seven years ago, I did it. But right now, yeah. I might have. I might be the dumbest person. Like, ever. like I'm, a, I'm a Call of Duty player now. Man dies to trying to make. <laughs> like, the more I'm in the Call of Duty stuff, bro, the dumber I get. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> it's same. It's really for me, same shit. Yeah. I'm just around Maven every day. I'm fucked. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you, you are getting definitely dumber. I can tell. But I mean, yeah. even like, even back then, dude, like, I was pretty smart. Like, I would say I was pretty smart, but I was a big procrastinator and being in those classes people i was around i was not that smart those guys i was around the students i was around like geniuses bro like they were legit like head and above me like i was pretty freaking good those guys made me look stupid i mean you're the only person i know like robotic engineering degree i i don't know anybody (laughs) else with a robotic engineering degree like computer engineering or programming you know anything uh business math this that but chemical engineering but robotic engineering i'm like joe and i marketing which is the uh, i didn't know what i wanted to do when i was in school and like i mean marketing you can everyone has to market right so like (laughs) let's go do that and i couldn't i didn't learn anything so our our degrees aren't even real i i i i I don't even know why just well anything and everything is kind of marketing if we've heard ourselves pretty well i think we're doing all right yeah yeah, you're doing all right a lot of it is their common sense (laughs) that is kind of the common sense degree just don't be an idiot but you're not wrong go for a marketing class where the teacher was so stupid because granted when i was in school like facebook just became a thing like technology was starting to really pop off you know they would have us take a test on a computer i could alt tab out and just google the answer (laughs) google the oh my god literally just be like this is the this is the comparison i had tests where they would allow you to use your laptop and they were like yeah go ahead try to find the answer online <laughs> i was like i'd be sitting there like, bro, i'd be sitting there like trying my best like bro nothing i can't find nothing. anything that's funny yeah that's watch crazy. this four hour youtube video maybe you'll find what you're looking for yeah you'd have to just scrub through it all um yeah you know, for me it was a lot like just had to keep the parents happy uh you know go in school still i'm in college for you was that like a was that a tough relationship at all or was it just as long as you were in school getting grades you were good um i think it, i don't think it was tough i think it was um well at the beginning like i showed interest in doing this but there was mm-hmm. no real money behind it or anything i could like use to prove that like it was serious and i didn't even really know how serious the gaming stuff was at the time <laughs> so i was yeah, just like it, a hobby that i yeah. well, not really like a hobby it was a job because of how much i played but a hobby um mm-hmm. and then my parents were covering most of my schooling um and helping me out so i was when i started actually making money like decent money my mom was like she made me promise her basically that that i would finish out the schooling because she didn't foresee this being like a 10 year plus thing which right was smart back then because i didn't foresee it being that either i just Same. was having fun yeah. playing games um but yeah so i always had that promise and then after like once I got through like three years of it and then like I won like you know I got third at champs made 30 grand I won champs made 200k I'm like dude why am I still doing this school shit but like <laughs> but I'm like, already I had almost that, done I'm yeah, almost but done. I had that promise there so I was like let me get it done and then once I brought home that serious money too like my parents were fully like on board we, with me doing we all have that stuff. moment I remember like my parents gave me so much shit about getting this stuff and then when it dawned on me I made what my dad did in 50 years and five and just <laughs> went and talked to my parents and they were just like i just you know fuck, fuck you. like for all, all the complaining all the bitching all the telling me it was like not gonna go anywhere i i'll never that's like one of my favorite moments of all time just being like i knew it and you guys yeah. are idiots. 
it's so funny too because my mom i mean she was always really supportive with baseball and everything they would go to my practices they they liked it so much but now it's i mean she's probably watching this right now like i wouldn't be surprised hi mom she's probably watching this <laughs> but, <laughs> but like she'll like now she's like why aren't you practicing she'll be like i know the beta's out why aren't you playing it what? <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm at home you don't want to <laughs> hang out like or... that's crazy so it, it's funny now like they're super super on board with it all yeah my mom just oh. thought it was fake i mean oh yeah like, that's really it. like i won money online and my mom's like yeah okay and then a check would show up and she's like oh you did win money <laughs> like this is real and then like yeah. the first event like mw2 dallas it was just like uh are you sure this is a thing and you're not about to get kidnapped? Yes, mom. I'm pretty Wait, sure. Wait, did your parents go with you to the first one or no? Not the first one, but oh, I okay. won a trip. It was like the first Black Ops event and like GameStop sponsored it and I could bring it. Yes. And I brought my mom to LA and that was oh, like, okay, she thought yeah. it was the coolest thing in the world. But my yeah. mom went the, to the BO2 Anaheim because she wanted to make sure I wasn't okay. getting kidnapped. Oh, oh and she took yeah, me yeah, off. They, they did not believe I was playing video games. They thought I was going out and doing drugs 100%. Yeah, she like, dropped yeah. me off. Like, playing Halo. They're like, he's doing drugs. Yeah, she was like checking it out, <laughs> making sure everything was cool. And then she just went across the street to Disneyland with my brother after she knew yeah. it was like all good. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That's yeah. funny. That's so good. Um, Let's see. Okay. So you got the school thing. Uh, we oh. asked Sam this question. Do you want to a- ask it? Yeah, go for yeah. it. I, I thought yeah, this go was, for it. I thought it was like a bad question, but then his answer was great. So I'm just curious on your take. So I asked Sam, like, listen, we know it's not like one-to-one position-wise. You're always battling the other main AR. But I asked him, like, is there any like main AR battles that stood out? And he said, you know, with him and Formal, back in like IW, there was never a word spoken. But every time they saw each other, it was to the death. It was just like this thing that they just saw each other and they were, it was war. Um, I thought that was really cool. Have you ever looked at it like that way against other main ARs or it's sort of just about the team game doing your thing? Like it's well, the tough uh, ones. I'm talking like your formal, your octane. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. I yeah, mean, your clay. Those four, I think are the big four. Like, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, I think it definitely was. I was always more the the team game first, but there was definitely that like mini game in there with AR and AR. And like, I always like, was trying to get the upper hand on the other one and you know because i wanted to be the best man and stuff like that and you would kind of catch on to people's tendencies like they were definitely i mean it makes sense they were definitely those type of players that to the death they're just challenged yeah i never felt yeah. like, I, I think me and clay were not like that as much we were more so like the they were the standard traditional man i don't think me and clay really were like we would like I'd have some of those tendencies, but normal's I, a standard traditional AR. Well, to the point where he's going to the power spot and challenge. Oh, okay. okay. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. I would be the one, like, like if, if I have a sub next to me, like if I had app next to me and I'm in front of him, I'm sliding in first. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care if I have a main AR or not. I'm not baiting you. You're my teammate. I'm trusting you to get the job done. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. And like, if I had to take a long route and I spawned up, like I'm doing that, I'm not just holding the head glitch and waiting for my sub to do it. Like, I, I don't think I was more traditional. Um, and I never had that mentality of, I would do it in eights and stuff, but in the actual game, I never had the mentality of, I'm just challenging you to challenge yeah, no, you. Like, Sam you know, made it sound like him and Matt would yeah. basically just have a one-on-one on the map without the rest it. of the I team. believe it. I definitely have had those <laughs> games with them. They always played like that. Like, I'm telling you, they're challenging until death. Like, I mean, they had the gun skill to back it up. I was more so the guy, like, I wanted to piss you off. Like you're mm. challenging me till death, I'm sitting on the head glitch. Yeah, come challenge me. Right. Like, you know yeah. what I, mean? like, I wanted well, to be a mini game thing. I'm pretty sure he said that too. Sam was like, it's kind of a little mini game. 
Come out yeah, it. it definitely was because like you would like I said, I would know going into a match like this is some things Octane likes to do and be thinking about it and be ready for it. This is some things Formal likes to do. And then kind of going in versus Clay, I'd be like, I don't really know what this guy likes to do. He's kind of all over the place. Like Clay was. Yeah, super no, Clay has flow, a very like, odd play. He had an yeah. odd style to his, to his main AR for sure. Especially but like the jetpack cards. Yeah, but there definitely yeah. is that like mini game in in, in within the team game aspect of yeah. it. It's always it's always fun to hear. Yeah, I just figured you'd be different than Sam because I just don't view you guys the same way when it comes to that. And that's yeah, kind of no. what I think. I, that's kind of what I thought he'd say, right? Like, that, yeah. that makes a- sense. Any one of those guys you like playing against the most? Um, Are you hated playing against the most? No, nah, I didn't really hate playing against anyone. I think I always enjoyed the optic matchups the most. Like again, mm-hmm. me versus formal, or just playing, not even just versus formal, but just versus the optic versus brand. Optic. Because yeah. I've always liked the. A lot of players don't like this, but I've always thought that the best feeling when I've won matches are the matches where nobody else wants to see me win. And when you're playing against yeah. optic, nobody wanted to see you win. The crowd didn't yeah. want to see you win. The 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 whole community felt like they wanted to see optic win. Well, that's why that team scene was so fun because you, Kenny, and Sam, like that, that that was like yeah. some of the big three were like. Like, I, live, just, I live. I live for those matches, and I feel like some yeah. of those matches were when I played my best COD. Like, like I just loved. I loved beating the Optic brand. I loved playing against those players, and obviously too, I just loved the aspect of those were the best play, players in the game. Like, I like that level of competition. Yeah. I like playing in the finals. I want to play against whoever you think the best person is and show you why I'm better. Like, that's the way I think about it. Dude, I, that made me think of like I, you know, I came over with formal like from Halo. Like we he, we switched at the same time. I was like, Gandhi and I were like we're switching. Formal was like I'm switching. I'll yeah. never forget, dude. What event it was? It was in LA, I think. It's when he was on TK, I believe. And like he just wanted to shit on Clay. I, I don't really know where it all started from, but he just thought Clay was dog shit, and he just wanted to fry Clay. It like started, dude. I remember them screaming drunk at the bar of like. One of form was like first events, and he's like, "You fucking pussy, you're dog shit." I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> and this is like, this is like form when he first came on the scene, bro. Like, yeah. he, he didn't like have that respect yet or anything. He was just going at Clay, and I was just like, "Dude, some people get into this shit differently." So I, I figure you, you were just like kind of getting trying to get respect Dude, or your way, show your man online. And Ghost was, like, was that guy was a fucking demon. Dude, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Those guys actually had some like some beef, I'm pretty sure. Like oh, yeah. in multiple oh, yeah. different instances in their career. Like I remember there were some times where like I feel like after matches too, like they were getting in it like on the stage for a second, even though the camera might not have shown it. I don't even remember because like Matt, I think Matt would throw he digs did. though. He'd be like, he'd shake your hand and be like, I just oh, by don't know way, what you're talking shit. Because they there was something there, something real. I just don't know. I don't remember what like started it. I, I think like I think formal, I think it was probably Clay like thought he should like respect him coming in and formal didn't give a fuck. He just wanted yeah. to like shit on everyone and was just like, fuck you, I'm gonna be better than you type thing. And they just collided, I think. But mm-hmm. it just made me think oh, that shit was comedy. Um anyway. Any any roster move? Well, you talked about the one, but any roster or roster move that didn't happen throughout your career that you wish did. Uh, besides that, maybe that early phase MW one. We'll cut that one out. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Like maybe like could have happened. Maybe it would have been like a big thing for the scene. Anything you can remember? Anything, any bigger than, anything bigger than what you just fucking did? <laughs> <laughs> I can't really think of anything. I mean, the picking up Illy and MW instead of Cap maybe is one. Um, I think there was some potential when the optic stuff was falling through that I could have ended up in formal spot when he went to LAG or LG. Um, But it was never like super close. I just thought there was like, I mean, because it was pretty much between me or Octane at the time, probably. 
Um, okay. What else? I don't know. I don't know if anything really stands out besides that. Oh, oh. Um, actually, wait. One just came to mind. In IW, okay. when our um, NV team was really bad, like at the beginning, it's like middle stages, and the LG team was really good. There was a moment there where I could have joined in place of, I think it was Saints. It would have been me, Octane, Josiah, and Slacked, and Classic, and I would have ran a K-Bar the whole time which I was still really good with. And that never really like, got super close, but I had talked to the players like a little bit, and I was, I was pushing for that at the time because I was... But help with search, like, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, yeah for sure. I, that's, yeah, that yeah. was my selling point. I was like, you guys are terrible <laughs> at bet. SMB. I yeah. will yeah. <laughs> I'll like, uh, yeah, that never ended up falling through, but uh, I think if that move would have went through, because I think they were, they were good enough to beat Optic at Respawn consistently, I would have made them good enough to beat them at search. Because, I mean, even my MV team, we turned it around... Yep. And should have won at least one of the events at the end. We kind of threw both of them. Yep. Um, so I think if I had had those teammates to respawn, we probably would have won at least one. You could really good. I mean, I, yeah. Slack, might, Slack might still be competing. And who knows? Like, <laughs> that, team, that team formed. Like, I just feel like, I don't know. I think Slack's one, yeah. probably one of the underappreciated players ever. Like, 100%. Yeah, one, yeah. one of those like God Squad type things. Who knows? Yeah. No, I, I think it would have been good. I mean, dude, that, that's a hard question, too, because I feel like there's been so many over the years. There's that always a lot. You there's kind of forget about because yeah. Roster Mania, that you are on 10 different rosters at one point. I, I have so many. Yeah, yeah just so you know, everybody wants me. <laughs> <laughs> True. You're not wrong. Yep. True. Um, uh, I think that, do you want to touch on the last one, Maeve? You want to ask him about the uh, Slasher World yeah, League? Yeah, so, dude, I like saw, let's pull up the tweet. <laughs> this killed me, bro. When they tweeted out the thing about a GA, for snaking and you just responded now nah, we good or whatever <laughs> i was rolling bro. I, I thought that was i actually laughed out loud i thought that was yeah. so good it's like if you're watching you don't realize like it's been like kind of a running might have been true at some point but like it, it's been this running thing sort of like it was the maven world league everyone thought i made decisions because they kill it and pat like everyone yeah. thought you were like in charge of the ga thing um i'm sure you've got a million tweets about it over the course of the past few years but yeah you don't give a shit now you're no. probably hands off already, but you definitely don't. <laughs> you that dude, what's that dude? Uh, the, the the jiggle, like the wall climbing thing? Yeah, you're like, oh, leave that yeah. in, leave that in. That looks, that looks like it's really advanced yeah. the gameplay for us. So, yeah. Celium's taking me to cheese boot camp, bro. He's going to teach me all those oh, things. Oh, yeah. I can only master. imagine what he's going to show you. You're going to be yeah. like, thank God I don't have to play against that every day. Yeah. Like, but, uh, yeah. It's funny because now I've just kind of learned, like, before it used to kind of bother me to a sense because I was like, damn, bro. Like, I, I was like, I help. Like, I'm a part of the conversations, but I'm not making the rule set, guys. Like, come on. Don't be that gullible. Now I just kind of play into it and just kind of have fun with it and joke because I wasn't even in the GA chat last year. I left that. I was like, I'm done with this shit. Like, I don't want to bother. Like, and it, people yeah. were snaking at will anyways. And I was like, it's, it is what it is at this point. So now, I mean, it. yeah, you, you, you see me and Lamar, like we'll tweet out like the, that it was that like clip of us at the, in the suits like turning on the thing we're like the oh, GA yeah. committee you know how many tweets like, i got when someone wrong or if there was like a lead decision like oh, I, I literally a whole community thought i like made all the decisions for a while there because of fucking patent I, I, I get tweets from some guys they're like yo i'm playing eights with my friends can you tell them this is you i'm like bro i don't care can you ga this attachment for us bro i'm like dude stop please i think yeah, you now, get a lot of tweets because people just don't like even when you start to own it, just have fun with it. It's like some people are just too stupid to realize it's like a joke. They're like, really yeah. think it's real. I'm like, Jesus. So now I play into it and I just have fun with it. And that, that, that's what that tweet was. And I'm oh, glad so it, good. it hit as good as it did. Cause I thought so it was good. hilarious. I really laugh out loud to a tweet. I was like, that's fucking funny. <laughs> <sighs> that's good. 
Oh man. Um. All right. Uh, you know. Um. Thanks for all answering all those. Uh. Now yeah. for everyone listening, we're gonna move on to roster mania. You know, we had the start of roster mania, and Austin was a big part of that. The whole optic phase stuff was going on. Uh. But there have been some more, some more sort of uh team moves. Uh, well, one first big one is Krim retiring. Um. Man, I I just think I didn't think it was gonna happen. He kind of tweeted it like. And I, I don't know if Crim's the kind of guy where if he sits out a year, I could see him like pulling a formal and I don't know about competing in something else, but I could definitely see him like three months into this content creation being like, screw this. I need to recap Crim real quick. Cause if I saw another tweet that said he's been like carried his whole career, dude, some of the shit yeah. I was seeing, I was like, mm. bro, like, I, you know, me, I came on the scene when he was in God form and I just remember how good he was over the course yeah. of those titles. And just because he decided, you know, he kind of went. I remember talking to him before AW, and he's like, "You know who I'm getting, right?" It's like I'm getting Marlow, I'm getting Formal, and like he built this super team. But like, it's like people think since then he's been dog shit. I I don't know. It's it's just wild. Like people forget the years he was the best player in the game. I, Dude, he legit was. Like when uh, I was coming up in Ghosts, I think I think his form in Ghosts is one of the best forms we've that I've played against. Personally, one clip like, where he is most down like eight. People in a row or whatever. Yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe, was that against you? Yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. Every time I say it, I remember it right at the end of Mike. I think that was Joe's team. Also, the roster you you said I was the fourth, and I didn't go do that. So you know, listen. Yeah, it, it could have happened. But anyways, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, listen. I think there's Imagine, always like oh, we wouldn't be casting the other no shot. You'd be <laughs> out there like, what's up, sir? I, I would have definitely been Matt and dropped three months into it, but it would have been yeah. fun. Um, I just think like. You know, there's Seth, you know, even Dame. The, there's certain players that take our, you know, now nowadays it's like Simpa Beasy. Like there's certain players who have immediate impact and I'll never forget like Krim, even just like starting by hops too. Like he took the scene and he basically was like, everyone's getting better because of how much, how much more serious I'm going to take this, if that makes sense. Like that's how I'll always kind of remember him. I, I wish I could have teamed with him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could have handled his personality. I've dealt with some big personalities. It, his might be the biggest or one of the biggest, but um, I could have handled it. I, but, uh, you know, obviously, we'll see. We'll see if it just sucks because I didn't think it was going to happen that fast. But that, if he that's does one thing retire, too. retire. Similarities yeah. between Austin and Krim are kind of wild. No, I actually know. wish I got the chance to team with them as well. I think that would have yeah. been... A lot of people don't think it probably would have worked out, but I think it would have been like... I think it was potentially been really right good. I think it was yeah. like very similar, kind of like you and Cap. Like Cap is your guy, and you guys like agreed yeah. on a way to do things. I actually think there's a good chance you guys. I just feel like there are a lot of similarities in you with like drive to win and mm -hmm. sort of playing the game the right way. I could I could see that working. I mean, like, him I, and Pat. I knew you was like a slightly up. toned down Krim sometimes. Honestly, yeah. Like, I mean, if him and Pat were able to make it work, I think we could have made it work too. Um, <laughs> True. I, I think too. I think it's Facts. just. I, I it's just tough to see him go man like i played against him for so long i was watching yeah. his video too and like it was like sad to watch that video man like the things you were saying like how much he sacrificed and all this and stuff like that and i just know like i know like you said he's kind of like me so i know this is hitting him really hard because i can't imagine like i mean eventually it's going to come for me too but i can't imagine not waking up and having that like i'm going to scrim today and prepare for a tournament type mentality you know so yeah, it's it's going to be tough for him, I feel like, uh, especially at the first few like months of it. I just mm. like that he kind of went out how he did in the sense of like a lot of people could have been very like spiteful. Like they just kind of felt it coming this year. 
But I just feel like I remember this last year as him giving it his all, really wanting to win. And someone made a, someone said, I can't remember if it was on Reddit or Bryce said it, but it's like, he was just like finishing up the side quest now. Like the, the stuff he would do in interviews on the stage, like, he was just like having fun this year. And yeah. I, I just, I'll always love him for that. Cause I think it could have been handled very differently. Like you're just like down. It, you just know it's like, it's going, but he was some of the funniest moments this year on broadcast for him. Like, Oh, for sure. Not even um, close. His interviews, I will literally miss forever. Like, I'm gonna need him to just like come in on Skype. I, I said Skype. Dude, who knows, bro? He might be. He might like, be the one giving interviews, dude. That'd be sick. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, dude. You know, maybe he's that starts... would work because the interviewer's not supposed to talk that much. You like ask a question. And, and... <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, me too. Unless it's like he keeps growing and takes over his whole face because I don't know what's going on there. I, I just keep <laughs> saying tweets. He's like trying to get figured out. Like his lips swollen. Yeah. The thing about it too, for me, that I was like, damn, it's like because I genuinely believe he's still good enough to be on a top six team without question like mm-hmm. i think a lot of people have ragged on him um as of late like say like you you were saying like he's got carried his whole career stuff like that crim is like good like he's he's been stuck in a main ar position too which i don't think is crim like i don't think he was right, ever a main AR player yeah, we laughed about that all last year bro like he too yeah. That was, yeah, the worst things, yeah, that was one of the worst things to happen to him in my opinion towards the tail end of his career was getting like slotted into that main ar but Pat wanted to do main AR, whatever. Yeah. Like, like I, I always felt like when Pat was at his best was when he was running, like flex, running out of sub. Like he was well, just good with both. Like, Scrim exactly, kind of the yeah. same way. I said the, the same way. When you have that Jordan mentality, when you when you are mm. like him, when you are crazy to the point of wanting victory, it's just like when you are not on top and you are not one of the best. I think it's just True. hard. It's hard to be that guy. It, it's oh, just hard yeah. to. It's really easy to team with someone there. God, I don't care if you're a dick. But the second that like. Invincibility starts to fade away a little bit. I just feel like it's just a you either have to convert hard, which it sounds like he tried to this year a little bit with teamwork and stuff, but I just don't know. I think when you think of Cram, all the positives, like I think there is just feels like there's a little baggage when you try to team with him, probably, and stuff you're going to deal with. And it's probably, it's not a talent thing. I agree with you. It's just, I don't think when you just do like a risk analysis, it might be worth it to some people to like deal with what could be all the bullshit versus his talent level. I think the younger generation too just doesn't handle that as well. They're soft as little like bitches, yeah. Our generation, <laughs> our generation was a little bit different. We were all screaming at each other back in the mm-hmm. Xbox 360 yeah. parties. Like we were all crim six. We were all doing. You know what I mean? There was no like quiet guys on the team. Like I mean, there's still the videos now of that that old like Bo2 champs uh, TK or not TK um Freako Impact where they're screaming oh, yeah. at each other in the party chat like bro like. That was everybody. So, like, I think now it's like the younger generation is just way different, and they don't handle it as well. Wait to your team. They like to pray after matches, dude. BZ and Simp. They after matches they get around. They worship the Lord. Crowder's definitely yelling at them. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, Crowder's definitely right. Uh, Yeah, but I, I mean, listen. Best wishes to him. Hopefully, everything works out. Also, wouldn't surprise me if yeah, in three months he's like, I need to play something, but. Well, he's the greatest know. of all time. Let's just fucking clarify. I saw Nade's tweet. Yeah. He said one of the best. I you know I put that because I didn't want to start shit. Listen, maybe it'll change someday, but right now the guy's the best. If you think otherwise, you're a fucking idiot. I think Matt is. I I think I know know what Matt is probably trying to say is that like the impact of like Seth is probably what he was referring to. I know that's like the other argument. Go combo, bro. It's what you do in the goddamn game. I'm just telling you what I think. That's I think my you're right on that. Yeah, yeah. what he was thinking. Um. Because like the greatest, you could argue one way 
is the most impactful of the sport. Let's say greatest Twitter following, Joe, or YouTube views. I'm Twitter. just telling you. All right, we're going to move on before <laughs> we yell at my nation. I'm out of the house. Um, the a rocker lineup was confirmed. Uh, attach Afro, Bant, and Cami. Um, you know, we talked about this rumored roster, but uh, finally they confirmed it. I mean, rocker was before Bant's. Because I remember th- we thought it was a different fourth. I, when I saw Bance, I was surprised, I think. Wasn't there a different fourth? I like, don't believe so. What was the so. first team that was rumored that was going to be really expensive to put together? Remember when Ben tweeted? What was that first team that was rumored? Or was it, was it this team? This I team. thought for some reason it was another player that I thought was going to like be really pricey. Maybe it was just more thinking about like bringing in Afro, bringing in Cammy, the cost of that. Yeah, I think it was that. Oh, okay. Anyway, I was happy Bance has a home dude. Yeah, I mean, could be a really strong team. A uh, yeah. really strong team. Um, yeah, I mean, Austin, initial thoughts. What do you think of this roster? I like this roster. I mean, those yeah. are a lot of the guys that, like I said before, the phase stuff came on the table that I was looking at playing with. Like, Afro was one of the best SMG free agents. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like, obviously, I'm really good friends with Dylan, but I also really like him as a player. I was trying to play mm-hmm. with him a lot, too. He was a free agent. Um, and then Cammy and Ben, like, they come from that Toronto Ultra team, like, who have been one of the better teams, like, when it just comes to being a team. Um, of the past few years. So I think this roster has some definite upside. I think um, I think to really challenge the top, they're going to have to kind of tap into that potential that Afro has and get it out of him. Because I yeah. think he has it to be a top-tier sub. I think he's been stuck on the London roster, which is not a bad team, but I don't know if they fully got everything he's capable yet like out of him. So we still have, have a band around him, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. helps yeah. immediately. Uh, you 3 on this team in 30 minutes? <laughs> I hope we're three on everybody in 30 minutes. That's the plan. So what do you think of um, for each of these teams? Like, do you three on? I, th- I think this team though might be one of those teams like Toronto where they might be hard to put away. No, like, even if you're beating them, they might be really good at S and D. Like they have the the recipe for it, and they're going to be good at like every mode. So it's going to be a tough team to like put away in a series. Yeah. What was your thoughts on uh, like Dylan's first year as like man AR? Like you think it, you like it? Do it make sense? Um, I mean, Dylan, funny enough, came onto the scene. I think as an AR. Like back in like ghost i think he ran an okay. ar mostly like that's was his thing then he got switched to a sub in aw won the champs and then stuck with it forever but i yeah. i think dylan like i think he can run kind of any role um i i think he, like i said to the snd like he came up with me he thinks about snd similarly like i just think i just think he's a really good player and last season like yep. he was he was frying statistically although his team wasn't the best like stat wise he was insane yeah no, 100%. Yeah, I was just curious. Like, you know, I just, you know, sometimes when you go, people go to a main AR, usually it's a step back, but it feels like it's, he's into his role. Like, his, he's just happy doing his thing. Yeah. I think, too, like having Cammy alongside of him will help as like the AR duo. Like, if, especially Cammy. There's a if Cammie, lot yeah. of pressure around him, like map pressure. Yes. His teammates yes. are fast. Yes. Yeah. So I think, too, just like that's another key to this roster, in my opinion, is getting Cammy back to Cammy. Like, he was still mm-hmm. good last year. But he wasn't Cold War Cammy. And if they can get that out of him, they're going to be really good. Sam said when we had him on, he was like, I think he's like a top two, three skilled player. Like, Who, just, Cammy? Yeah. Yeah, he's I, one of those people. We've like, always been big Cammy guys. I think he's disgusting. Yeah. He's one of those people almost like, I mean, he doesn't play like a BZ, like with a sub just running at you, but he will just run at you with an AR and just chow you. Like, he just mm. chows people, like, and he wins them. So it's like young formal kind of, I, I don't know, just like yeah. running, ego chowing everything. I think he had like a. I think he was really frustrated with the game. Is the way it seemed like like he just couldn't get a yeah yeah a feel for it. Won a lot of team success. So 
Uh, Rockers uh, confirmed. Uh, speaking of Ultra, we're on the Ultra podcast. Let's. Sure. Uh, they confirmed their roster of a Scrappy, Kleenex, Standy, and Insight. Uh, I mean, we talked about Scrappy. We knew it was coming sooner or later. Uh, I mean, I guess the big question was how did this team um, kind of finish the roster? Uh, and they bring in Standy from Rocker. Uh, also to know, too, Marky B, uh, you know, no longer the head coach. Uh, but I think here, I have a very young team. Um, you know, you don't have Cambian bands anymore. You still have some foundation here with Insight and Kleenex. And I think you're just hoping Scrappy is who he's meant to be mm-hmm. and that you get probably Cold War standees, right? I mean, that's that's really it. Like this, this Kleenex standee duo, it, it's maybe not the bands who's going to be in the right places and making the right plays, but they could be a really strong submachine gun duo, like one of the best. I think so 100% just because like Standy Standy is like one of those guys that like looks like he's playing really fast but isn't really like Kleenex type fast. He's not he's not. Yeah, he's not he's like more he's closer to like a skunk mm-hmm. than he is Kleenex. And mm-hmm. I think you you know you look back to his team like when Atash was on sub and you had like two like that. You can't have two like that cuz no one's taking fucking gunfire you're just taking routes and getting good spots. But now having Kleenex play the way he does and let's say Standy is just like maybe a more talented advanced at his stage of his career like it could be nasty. Why? Why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think just from a how they play, it should work. Because usually, like historically, it's kind of how it is, right? You have one like crackhead busting through a wall, like a BZ and Semp. You have yeah, one guy a little bit more methodical and slow. Uh, not that Sandy's that exactly, but I see it working or it could. No, yeah, it, no, it has could. the right right recipe for a team yeah. for sure. I mean, I like the inside and Kleenex. I think they're both really good. Um, Scrappy, I. That kid is coming in with like the highest of high expectations. I can't remember a guy coming on the scene except for like maybe back to when like Simp was coming on and stuff Simp. like that, where like He's there was that much, him, you know He's what I mean? But there's that much it. pressure on him to be that guy. And not only is there that much pressure, he's coming in for Cammy. You know what I mean? Who right. was that guy already on the <laughs> yeah. Ultra team in Cold War? So like him having that personality and that like kind of swagger that he does, like I think will help him though, because he kind of like is a shit talker. He thinks he's it seems that like guy. he's ready for it. He's yeah, re- it yeah. seems like he is. Like he's been ready for this. They're so. gonna need him to be that guy, in my mm-hmm. opinion. It's just like I think I think in challenge listen, I don't play through challengers, but I think like if you've got a modicum of like teamwork and you've stuck together a little bit, put a little skill in, you can win. Because teams are changing so much, like the Wild Wild West. Yeah. The league is not that. Like he's not gonna get by just being really good. Everyone's good. It, it's can he do the other shit? And like, I don't know if challengers really proves that because I think they just had the advantage over a lot of teams in the sense of just how much they played together. Like they, if you put like their matches as a squad, I know they made the change right before champs and stuff, but like versus a lot of the other teams, like you're changing teams 10 times a year for a lot of these squads. So like, I feel like there's an edge there on the teamwork side and preparation side. That's fucking gone. Yeah. We'll see. But he's coming into a team that is known for having, I mean, true. it's not the exact no, same team, true. they're known for having good preparation and true. good like um, teamwork and all that. So maybe it's a perfect storm for him to bridge that gap. It just seems to me like he's one of those guys, he's really confident. Like, I'm going to come in. He, like, he's just like feels like he shoots straighter than people. I wonder if there's going to be like a little wake up call where it's like, oh shit, well, like everyone shoots straight. I got to do the other shit too. Or maybe. he just comes in and still smokes people anyways. He might. He might. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I would love see. that. Some, some yeah. have for sure, but uh, just a little different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be weird to look at this Ultra lineup and be like, that's Ultra. I, I, that's right, all I'll say. Right. I, I think, I'm, um, I'm you know, with, with Bands and Cammy, yeah, definitely one of my favorite teams to to walk, like to cast over. 
I mean, I'm sure for you, Austin, it's probably just a pain in the ass to play against. Like, <laughs> tough team yeah. to put away, man. But yeah, I did, no. I did like that team though. I, I respected mm-hmm. everything they did. I they were one of the teams. Like, if I was out of the tournament, you wouldn't. You know what I mean? If they won, like, you'd be like, all right, yeah, those those guys deserve to win. Like, you liked seeing those guys do well. Right, yeah. I think everyone feels that way. It's like one of my top five favorite teams of all time. Yeah. Just from like a take the caster away, just like a team I like wanted to root for and see succeed. I and don't know what it was. The, I just I loved it. They had the best intro too. That's true. They did. They that intro the was intro by far. They did. They did. Um, okay, so Ultra is complete. LAG, we obviously know this squad. Um, yeah, I mean, what Arsides uh, steps in. Uh, Neptune, Spart, Hook. I mean, listen, I mean, no one knows better than you, Austin, at least just from your little time. But to me, and I think Alex talked about it, this is just potential. And maybe guys around him that'll listen to him he can have some fun with playing some cod that's the way he felt about it is maybe just that pressure is off i mean for alec the guy's a world champion multiple time and we know he probably just got a bag or four or five bags this guy could kind of just play cod again right like the pressure is is gone yeah but (laughs) what i will say is alec is a competitor He's going to yeah. want to do well, unless something has changed. But from what I know, Alec is a competitor. He's going to want to come in here and do well. So, like, I think a big key to their success is going to be starting off well. Because I think well. if they don't start off well, it's going to be like that, well, this team with me didn't do that well at the end of Vanguard. Now they're not doing well in the beginning. Like, do we need to change? You know what I mean? Those, think, those thoughts will start. He's got the keys, right? I mean, it feels like it's yeah, his squad. Yeah. I feel like people don't look at it like this. I don't know how, though. Like, I don't want to, like, shit on anyone, but, like, you think about how much we are gassing up how crazy what happened to you is, right? You going to face, it's fucking insane. Literally, the fucking opposite just happened to Alec. Like, you you were going from looking to your left and right and seeing those three to now Spartan, Neptune, and Hook. And I don't want to, like, knock them, but they are not a BZ Semp and Cell. And, like, I just can't fathom, like, as much as we are, like, excited for you. How else can you view it? It's like, it's a total fucking opposite for Alec. He's just. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe Alec though will fit those three better than I did because he is a maybe. different, he is a different player than me. And I don't trying to find a silver lining. I just like, am like, and maybe the game will suit them. I don't know. I just, I, what I will say though, that the strength of this team is, is they all really want to play together. At least from my understanding, That's like, those three yeah. love those playing three, together. Those three were playing wagers on every, I literally wake exactly. up at like 7am. Take my dog out, look at Twitter, and it would literally be like Spart tweeting out like or Neptune be like, "Yeah, me, Hook, Spart. We need a three v three child. Doesn't matter what it is. Could be Cold War, Vanguard. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Just need a child." And I'm like, and "That's probably really refreshing." Seven in the morning. After the last year, too, with like what what it seemed like maybe went down. Like it's probably really refreshing to get back to some people just want to play this yeah. this grinding game. So I yeah. I hope it works out. Like I'd love to see them have some success, but. All I can think about in this is just like being in, I guess, Alex's shoes and just being like, well, shit. Like, I think, I think Alex's going to need to get a system in place on this team. I think the talent, they had, they have the talent. Obviously, we know how good who can be. I think Spart showed what he's capable of too. Neptune coming over from Halo had some bright moments. You know, we, we know what they're all capable of, but I think they need to put it together as a team. And play consistently like because even when i was on the team last year like we had some moments where we beat phase an online match and then we show up the next weekend and lose to i don't know who like florida or something like there was just not the consistency there if alec can get that out of them then maybe they can make it work 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, potential. That's where I'm at. Potential yeah. for this team. Um, can we, can we hop to a different one because I saw something that I want to talk about. Can I go out of order? Yeah, go for it. I want to go to the Florida thing real quick because I thought okay. of something that's like always bothered me. All right, so they they, they announced the team. What, Maniac, Brad, today. Havoc, and Vickle today, yeah. Brack is like this weird anomaly to me. I was thinking about like how he was literally like a, like a league MVP, like highest KD. There was always this weird stigma where like players didn't like like him and thought he was just a, like this kill whore. It was so weird to me, the whole thing with like Brack. Like he came in and fried. And usually I don't care if you're selfish. If you put up those types of numbers, you're still in the league. And he was just mm-hmm. gone and like no one gave a shit and he was just gone. And now I guess I kind of feel happy for him to like work his way back. But it's like my casting career is one of the weirdest fucking things ever. Brack came in, literally dropped a one three and then was gone. I was like, <laughs> was a weird one. But I mean, what? He won challengers again, right? Champs. Uh, he won this year, I think. I mean, yeah, I'm just happy he made it back. I mean, it was a grind, right? I mean, that was back yeah. in. In Vickle as well. I mean, that's another one who we talked about challenger players getting another another opportunity. And I mean, Florida, they're going. I, I mean, listen, we all know this team is going to have to show a lot uh, to be, you know, a, a top team. Like we, you know, in terms of just reading this roster out loud, talent in the league, we're like, all right, lower end. But knowing those four players, like Vickle, I, I mean, it's just been praised upon. Like, we'll do whatever it takes to win. Won a lot in challengers, uh, you know. Brack, can he be Brack that we saw? Oh, like bring a lot of talent. Him. Yeah, and then Maniac and Havoc, like, yeah, they've shown moments. They've won some. Well, Maniac's won some things. It's just like, what? Yeah, you have to be good in search. Steal a chip on your shoulder, right? I feel like a little bit. Like his Vickle got dropped, right? Like the other three. I feel like there's a chip here for sure, just based on their careers. Like sometimes when that like unifies, you have four people that feel that way. Yeah. I feel like they need to be like a gritty team. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that's like, what turns they, into usually. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, chip on your shoulder. It's like this like, gritty, like, underdog. Because, like, nobody's going to take them in a matchup, like, versus Optic or something like that, right? But if if they're the team that goes into it, mm-hmm. like, what I was saying earlier, like, that nothing-to-lose mentality, and just every map, we're going to make them work for this map. Like, you know what I mean? Make them play perfect to beat us. Like, even if we're not winning every gunfight, all this, make sure we're on top of rotations, make sure we're taking good trades, we're not throwing our lives away. Like, make people work for it. And then when you do those kind of things, sometimes the, the top teams will get frustrated, especially when yeah. it gets close against a team you're supposed to blow out. And that's when you take advantage of it. And then you build that confidence, too, within your own, your own self and your team. So I think it's $0 for Skies and Awakening. Yeah, I think they were their gear was up, right? And they just walked. I was wondering because, like, this is like a league men type situation, and like, I guess I figured with the two, I mean, Skies thing in the right place could be a, definitely a main AR for a top team. Awakening, I mean, that's a franchise type player, maybe. And like, I'm guessing they got zero dollars because it's not like they went after the next big thing, or maybe they couldn't get anyone to be like the face of it all. So they're 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 trying out like the I don't know what route you would call it, but like well, I'm some, sure some there were players. lineups with both of them, and it just couldn't go through and then they probably got offers elsewhere and it's just like we kind of have to take this type yeah thing. I, mean, I guess i didn't see them going that route after like trying to build around skies and awakening for so long i guess i kind of figured it'd be more try to get the one to two superstars but i mean i'm a little surprised there but i guess i wonder why is it just couldn't get maybe anyone they wanted or this is the route they want to try like build a young team and sort of see where it goes I would assume I they probably tried to keep one of them and they just couldn't. Because if they're free agents, like you can throw whatever you want at them. But like if 
other team is better and they're getting a similar offer, they're just going to walk. Yeah, out I wasn't with. sure what the contract situation was, like where they were. I, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I just think it's tough too. Even if you're keeping one, like that's great. But like <laughs> when you're going to a player or a free agent and you're saying, "Hey, come play with me," okay, who else is on the squad? Like that's tough to attract others. Where like, yeah, I don't know. New York is like, hey, you know, Hydra and you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe now, now we know potentially Skies is going to be here. Like that makes it a little bit easier for to get other guys to come on over. Like it's just difficult when you're the lone man like come play with me like well who's yeah. on your team uh no, just me true. right now right like it's just that's tough to do uh with with the, the people around him yeah i mean it could be an interesting squad just a team that is gonna have to work really really hard i think uh but could surprise some some people um excited to see him young yeah very young um unconfirmed these are un- another unconfirmed or unconfirmed lineup for a vegas legion because we didn't touch on them last time of Supposedly, the latest rumor that I'm reading is Clay Temp TJ, and it sounds like well, it sounds like Prolude is what we're hearing. Um, that's gonna be dog shit. <laughs> okay. As much as I'm about to gas the next team, I think that team will be shit. I, I'm pretty excited. That at least Clay's in. I think him I'm and Temp could work well love, together. I, I think those two they could bring an energy to a to a matchup that like could be really fun. Be I'm just worried about like the sub duo, like. I mean, I'll be, uh, TJ just hasn't shown what we've wanted to see from TJ. I'm surprised he's still on the lineup, honestly. Like, I'm he's the reason I'm excited him, for like, the next team, honestly. It's because the swap there, I think. Uh, dude, TJ, uh, I think that kid could be so good, man. I we don't all know, do. Dude, we I, all I do. Know why he was so good, man. It's like, yeah. I, it's like he slipped in the shower and hit his head. Now I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but I, I am super happy for Clay, too. And I think this is going to be a – I hope he has fun with this year because that's why I think he's looking at it. Yeah. It's like he's just like the last raw. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like I'm just yeah. gonna go out there and try to have some fun. Hopefully he's talking. Well, him tra- and Tab could be fun if it yeah. happens. I hope. I mean, if they're doing well, they they're gonna start talking some trash, which will be hundred percent entertainment. I'm watching. good. Yeah. So I hope that I hope they pull something out. Uh, that'd be cool to see and kind of give Paris a, a some team that can actually like do something because the past few years has just been bad. <laughs> to put it blunt, like just. Terrible. Yeah, it's been rough. And, and it's yeah. fucking real, real, real butt cheeks there. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, but now about the TJ thing, the Boston rumor, right, Joe, is what? It's Nero Methods Vivid and Awakening. Yeah, they're announcing tomorrow, but this has been like the unconfirmed lineup for like yeah. a month, I'm pretty sure. TJ, who has been average at best for the most part, he's had his good maps, but like he just isn't, it's not clicked for him the past couple of years. And then Awakening, who's been in like top flex type conversation. I know he had like run a little sub last year, but like when he was running like a flex, he was pretty nuts. Um, yeah. Some of the stats he'd have in search or just overall, like he was a beast. So in my head, I'm like, okay, well, Boston Breach was like on the verge of being a good team already. Now you make this swap. I I think there's a lot of potential. They could be very good. Um, could be full of shit, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I like think Nero. Team. I, I like the team as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. We talked about it a lot. Just seeing Awakening in a different, somewhere different. Can he be the star? I think he's been so consistent. Some of his stats are ridiculous. Uh, it's just, yeah, Nero and Vivid. It's just that duo of, man, it's so hot or cold, it feels like. And if they can find some consistency, it, I mean, for Zinn, I'm happy he's, he's on the Boston Breach team. But kind of similar to me though, like the like attached, like these three guys can be quick around him, like really fast. 
I just think consistency was an issue, especially if they were off, like TJ was so inconsistent, but like Wake's been kind of nothing but consistent for the most part. And I know stats aren't everything, but like he's getting his, he's getting his. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that, that might just help the team overall. Um, it's always hard for me to tell like what kills are bullshit versus not, but typically over several titles, titles you're dropping like a one, two ish. I, you're usually doing something right. We yeah. need to let us know if Cell just bases teammates. So once you're playing more, okay. We we just joke about. Well, hubby flex now. Austin's main, so we're good. Down a hundred hard point. He's got a. He's he's thirty and four. I'm like, well, fuck it. What? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really talked to them about that specifically too much, but I think that like kind of just shows the the struggles they were having as a team because in Cold War he was a flex. I mean, he was pulling out a sub on that apocalypse map and frying with it. Like that kid can run anything. Like. He's making you work for every kill, no matter what gun he has. He could have a pistol, and it's gonna be a hard kill. What so. was the team? Uh, maybe they like phase. What year was it? Was a backups three two? Were they like out slammed by forty, losing by ten? What was it? Was <laughs> oh, that phase yeah. team? Yes, oh, yes. Bro, yes. Every, Juma, Clay, and uh, oh Ian, my yeah. god, every yeah. hard point, bro. Ah, oh, out slammed by fifty, and we got we're going two forty nine, two forty nine. Like, we would dude. laugh when we played them, dude. It was so much fun. Like they would just be killing everything, and we're like, we're still getting time. Uh, oh, yeah. The last one that we're missing from the list is New York. I, I, I have no clue what I, I haven't seen anything or, or sorry. Oh, I did. What is that? It's supposed to be skies. It's not confirmed skies, Hydra, Priesta, and uh, Kismet, I think is the rumor. Kismet? I have on good authority yeah. that Prim is going to fake his own death and then actually come back as the Undertaker at the first event. Oh my then, God. Could you imagine? Yeah. So we might think he's dead for a while, but he'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> um. Besides that, any serious thoughts, Clint, on the, that New York lineup? Uh, can you say it again? I blacked out. Skies, uh, Priesta, Hydra, and Kismet. That team actually sounds disgusting when I think about it. Because, like, I think Skies in the right system on a good team. I, I actually think Skies is wildly talented. I mean, they are. Priesta, I fucking love. He just has to be like another guy that needs to be in the right system in the sense of. He's been so 50-50 at times. He managed to struggle on that phase team, which is impressive. And like, but when he is like comfortable, I mean, you teamed with him. He is a fucking monster. Yeah. And then when I think of Hydra and Kismet, sort of what I talked about earlier. Like that's, you got the bulldog running at people and Hydra is like eating baguettes and finessing around. So like, I, well, I think you're, you're I happy like Priest does probably on a flex. I think I've always liked him on like sort of a flex role, but yeah, he's definitely I, had some inconsistencies. I think too what you said was was huge. I think Preston hasn't been Preston like the past couple of years. He's like, comfortable. In that, he's a monster, dude. His screen looks nuts if you watch him like his stream and stuff like that. Like his screen is crazy. He plays on like a higher sense a lot. I think than other people like seven seven or something. And the way he whips around the kills he gets, I'm like, how does he ever do bad? Like I don't get it. But I think it's just like you said. Like he has to be in the right system, the right environment. Because I felt like he thrived when he was on my team. Like, he was disgusting, and he was grappling around. Like, I remember him. There was a time I was specting him in an event. It was, like, Arsenal. Some dude slid in the door, and he grappled over the dude and then shot him in the back. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. like, All right, good like, shit. I don't know if people, like, totally understand when we say, like, system players. It's like some players are good at sort of, like, this free-flowing, fill-in-the-gaps to your thing. And there are other people that are sort of, like, I'm third to spawn up. Like, this is what I'm I do every it. time. Like, yeah. yes, it's, like, it, it's some people, it's just maybe how your brain works or what you're comfortable with. But, like... When you're a system type player, if you're in the right system, you're usually a lord. When you are not, it's like tough to 
no be yeah, a little more willy-nilly and just oh i guess i go here it's just uh it's hard to watch i think it's hard to notice even for me like as a casual like as a viewer it's hard to notice but that's just how people's brains operate i mean that's now. literally how i am i'm a system player when they yeah, when, we're, yep, when we have a setup yep. as a team and a plan and we're sticking to it i'm going to play well every single time like i know what's going on i know what my job is easy you know where you know what's gonna happen you know what's gonna it's happen. when the guys are running around doing whatever i'm like oh he okay, had too man, much caffeine yeah. what yeah. the fuck are we doing yeah. <laughs> right, so i think we got all the roster stuff done uh, i think that's pretty much everyone we're, we're nearing the end of roster mania uh thanks to slasher who who you know really closed off a lot of those doors <laughs> um uh, we had a, uh, the first weekend we had Cotton next as well. So we saw some Modern Warfare 2, Warzone 2. Uh, you played any beta? People probably want to hear from you more than us with the MW2 beta. What, what are you thinking so far? Um, I played a few hours of the beta. I couldn't get the, I never got the 120 hertz thing working on my PS5. Okay. Well, I actually bought a PS5 for my friend. That I shit was ass play. then, huh? Dude, yeah. it, it was tough. It was tough to play, but yeah. I, I'm kind of holding back a lot of judgment until I play on the PC. But it okay. was, um, it was a lot of what I expected. Like it was MW kind of mm -hmm. feel, um, just a reskin version. I did really enjoy how the maps had some color to them, though. Like yep. it wasn't like you know terrible to look at. Like it's I was a like, little wow, bit. Thank you. Great. Yeah, <laughs> like the little things like that add up, especially when you're playing the game every day for a year. Um, this is immediately a depressing. I don't even go to Art and Forest over and over again. Just cry. Like, yeah. You have some color. <laughs> but uh. I mean, it's it's going to come down to what it does every year for me. Um, I feel like we're going to need a good set of maps. We need like five or six maps that are really good for competitive. Um, it's hard to say right now because we only I've only played three or four from the beta. What happened getting... Grand Prix? Like, what, what what's the deal there? Because we, we showed it at the one event. It looked godlike for everything. Then like no mention of it. Uh, maybe it was like I a think, license well, thing or something. Like... They delete tweets. It's definitely something illegal. Yeah, no doubt about good. it. There's yeah. definitely some legal stuff that. Damn, that it. looked dope. Yeah, hopefully I, I I've heard good things about it. We haven't played it yet. Um, I, I'll just give my quick little summary. I, I think uh, this is a better map set, like map design philosophy. I would say than MW19 for yeah. me. Uh, in terms of like maybe what could be Cdl maps, maybe that hotel map. Uh, but there's so many headies, and then the museum map. I don't know if you played it at all before it was pulled. Uh, the museum map I think had some potential. <laughs> The other two are a little too small, like the uh, the one in Mexico and the Farm 18, which mm -hmm. was like a shitty gun runner. Um, I just think those were a little too small to be like CDL wise. But I, I, in terms of just playing pubs, I enjoyed them a lot more than I remember running around on MW19. Like I, I, those maps were just horrendous. They just were not fun. It was no. nice that I wasn't running through a door every five seconds, right. though. I will that say was that. A, that might be a big part they toned of it. Yeah. it. Toned it back. Like, if you're going to have some doors, okay. But just don't put them every five feet from each other. Like, Jesus. So that was nice. And no breakables. Just so they tone down. So, you know, every year, they feel like they have to change fucking every mechanic. Because why not? And it feels like, you know, they dial back some. But the problem is they twist the gears a little too far on some of the new stuff they want to do. But at least, like, you know, they dialed it back to, like, five attachments. There's been some changes that... We're good, but if you want to know how I feel, I didn't play the beta because I'd rather Joe throw fastballs at my dick over and over again than grind a beta. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. it, other other big things, the perk system, I, I don't know if I love it. I don't think I do. I'm not a fan yeah. of it. Um, even just like playing pubs, because I don't have Ghost on, basically the first team that gets a UAV, <laughs> then all of the rest of them get UAVs because they're just posting up on headies. Like, if you get their first UAV, your team's probably going to just destroy. 
until because you can't have ghosts until you earn it. I always um, hate don't the game like until it. you get ghosts. Like any any title yeah. I'll play at the beginning until you get ghosts. I'm like, this is not. I'm not having a great time. Dude, uh, regular whole... mini map, please. I would yeah. love that. The whole creator class too wasn't it kind of confusing how to unlock guns and stuff, bro? Oh my, I was like, what is going dude, on in this? Have you seen Joe's TikTok, dude? We made a TikTok of it. Me <laughs> and Crowder were like trying, dude. I, I swear, I've been playing COD for a long time. I've played a lot of games. I <laughs> have never been more confused in my life trying to unlock a receiver or a gun, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, so when they said, this is what I was thinking when they said. So when you earn a, an attachment, it'll be unlocked for the gun in the same tree. So I was like, all right, say you unlock the foregrip, that'll be unlocked for the other gun. Um, that's not how it is. Basically, every gun has 20 levels in which within those 20 levels, you earn certain attachments. And within those 20 levels on the tree, you unlock a receiver, which is another gun pretty much. And then you have to level that to level 20 to get all of the other attachments. So then you can use other attachments for your first gun. So, I mean, good luck. I, yeah, I, I don't know how this goes. I don't know how this helps the casuals. I don't think it fucking does. They have co-leads or whatever. Listen, one was grinding Tarkov. The other was grinding Path of Exile. And they just got twisted, dude. It, it, like, that Whoa. sounds like an RPG tree. Like when you're breaking it down. Like, literally it is. I swear path. to God. They were just getting, uh, getting a little drunk, playing a little Tarkov, bro. And hop on Path of Exile. Yeah. Uh, the gunsmith's crazy. Um, yeah. I think this is where too, I... Go ahead. Oh, my bad. I was just going to say another thing, too, that I just thought of that um kind of worries me from the beta is the not having dead silence as a perk. Mm. I feel like that... And it's just like, I think Hitch had some good tweets about this. Um, Davis, he, he was like talking about how like multiplayer needs it because like even from a viewing perspective, like in MW sometimes in SND, you'd watch us sit there and wait for dead silence. It's like, bro, that, that's just nobody wants to play that. Nobody wants to watch that. It's like, not CS. Just, like, hey, we're not yeah, creeping around. It, this exactly. Is, it's God. We're flying at each other. It's you want to see people is. make plays. And yeah. if we can run around without being sound heard every five seconds, like, you'll see more plays be made. So that worries me a lot. Yeah, I, I can't believe this is still a discussion another three years later. I, I, I have no idea how. <laughs> um, and I don't know if they want to keep Deddy a, a, a field upgrade. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What else? Like, I, I don't know if there's another thing you can do. Like, you know, I, I, maybe a perk in which, like, if you're tax sprinting, you have put like sound. I don't know, sound cues, but maybe not if you're just regular sprinting. You know what I mean? Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, okay, if they want to keep this as a field upgrade, how do we balance it, right? Because there's got to be something. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it was like a physical thing now, like the little speaker thing. They're you know realistic. They want to add that. What if like you know once the game comes out, a store launches, you can buy different shoes. And with the realism, like you can get moccasins. And then when you're running around the moccasins, they won't be as loud as heavy boots when they're on concrete, Joe. So then when you're moving around, the different levels of realism. Hey, there you Listen, go. that's what I mean. Like maybe there's some shit like that. Maybe you're not far off from it. I, I don't like, know. At least give uh, us a setting in CDL or something. I mean, that one mode, the DMZ is coming. You don't think they're going to have different types of shoes that make different sounds in the grass? Some weird shit, probably. <laughs> yeah, so that's my other big issue. I, I, okay, visually, I don't know if you notice this, but shooting, I can't see a fucking oh, thing. Okay, yeah. I thought it was, I <laughs> okay. thought it was a PlayStation thing. No, I, so I, no, 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 you I'm can't, not playing. I'm not playing. I can't see shit. Once I started shooting out, I might as well have closed my eyes and just been like, Shout out, Amos. Thank God. Oh, yeah. You literally just start shooting. You're like, hopefully I got him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. 
I'm dead serious. Yeah. Um, the time to kill is still pretty quick. Uh, I don't know if that's ever going to get changed. Probably not. Um, yet, hopefully with the visual thing, they don't just like take a shortcut and add the red names. Hopefully, like they actually fix it. Like I know, yeah. like a quick fix is like just to add the red name, but like I don't want that. I want there to be like a clean mechanic to shooting. I feel like people like complained about recoil, lack of recoil, and like too easy to shoot. Maybe I could be guessing, but like they they read that and they were like, this was like their adjustment. Like people don't want it to be harder to see. People just want it to be a little harder to like, you know, there's a predictive recoil and I have to use my right thumb a little bit and not just snap once and not touch anything. Like I want to have to control a little, but like not not being able to see is not fun. And like when there are COD decisions, the one thing I think of like COD usually does well, even if it's titles we don't like for competitive, they are fun. They, they they feel good. It feels good to move around the map. They are a fun time. Even something like the the, the ledge thing, like even though it's you know not going to be used in our the league, I get I get why that's like an advancement of the movement, something different you could do and interact with the environment. That I get. But when you do stuff that's not fucking fun, that pisses me off. To like, be honest, though, even though that that's like it takes away from like the cod fluidity because you'll be like mantling and you just like fucking stop and like you don't go over a wall now. You have to like. Fucking oh. add another layer I take to it. it. Back. I like kind of takes away the fluid thing. I, I'm really anti taking competitive out of it. I'm very anti like just making it not fun. As long as it feels good to move around the map, I'll play the game. The second yeah. it doesn't feel good, I'm like, that's why fixing snaking's always been an issue. Because like to fix it, you may have to make it feel clunky in some ways. It's like hard to do. But like mm. that's why I take snaking over something that felt clunky. But did you notice too? Like uh, when you threw a grenade, I don't know if there was a setting to change it, but like when you click your button and you had to click it again to actually throw it rather than just release it i didn't have that so you might have a setting oh, i might have a weird setting or something there. yeah 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 okay. I, I think because i just threw some taxes but maybe because okay, okay. i wasn't using that we're using some i had a frag on okay maybe, maybe it was just something that. with my game though because i knew someone was having problems like calling in score streaks and like stuff like that too so maybe it was just a beta thing Awesome. I was like, that was probably a setting. I saw Damon too, like blow himself up with a grenade one time, and I was like, I bet you. <laughs> so that's my big overall thing. Is normally like the whole DMZ thing, like Warzone. Normally at the base, they still make those off of COD. Like they still make COD, and then they make those. And like Ground War and Warzone is pretty easy because those intermix. You make the Warzone map, you can have Ground War on that map. Like yeah. fuck it. Yeah. This whole like DMZ thing, it really feels like is almost more of the center of it than COD. Like, and that's where I'm worried. Well, if they think it's the yeah. next big thing, I mean, they could be right. We'll see. But like, I if they really think that's the next big hit, like Warzone was, you might not be wrong. It might have been a lot of the focus. I mean, I mean, just like the weight, like there's there's a you feel very weighted. I get a running around. About this. Sprint to fire speed is like it's definitely not Cody. But go Ross, ahead. I can't play Rockstar games. Like I can't play Red Dead. I cannot play even GTA because the weighted. Like when I when I'm playing a video game and I press back on my stick to turn, I just want to turn instantly. I want to turn around. I don't need to feel the weeble wobble of my 250 pound body <laughs> as it turns. I don't need that. And like it yeah. seems like there's like now this weighted like thing to it. And I, I haven't played yet. And I don't. I hate. I hate. I want the game to feel like a video game. I don't want yeah. to feel like I'm out running around. And I'm worried that the weightedness is going to just annoy me because I just I cannot stand that in any game. I hate it. I definitely noticed that too. And it, it was kind of throwing me off. But I was also, like I said, I was just being on the PS5 and the 60 hertz you or whatever. Sure. Yeah, oh, I guess we'll really find yeah, out this week. Yeah. yeah, We'll really find out this week. Um, it sort of removes yeah, I, that from the equation. Just think about exactly. that. Exactly. 
Yeah. There's definitely <laughs> some good though. Like, like I guess I feel better about it than MW19. Hopefully we just have our game modes. Let's work on that first. I feel we're all Dude, that, being negative. I think it looks I mean it looks great and it's, I think it's gonna be fun to cast. I don't have any worries there. I just there's some features what I, I am worried about too now that you say that is I saw something too. I tweeted about it like a little joke or something. There was like eight hard points on the maps again. Something hey, like that. And I, listen, listen, Dick. At least hard points in the game. I okay, That's yeah, but one. like but like we're we're trying apparently rumors are we're trying to start the season earlier. And if we launch the game with 20 hard points, I in hear map, you. This has been the like, People keep telling me it's like a marketing thing. I'm like, no, we don't know if the game's gonna be ready. That's why we've been scared to start it early. Yeah. So that worries me a Wait, little so bit. Wait, so we're thinking but... like eight eight hard points again? That's what I saw a picture of. I, I will know that. the rotation by the end of the year as a commentator. Yeah. I, I will not know it if there's a well, no. I remember I, hopefully I get fixed. In MW19, there was 20, and I had to <laughs> yeah, a couple other guys well. stayed after in the playtest to draw up where they should be. No, like, well, isn't I, that the title wasn't going to have it? Which game wasn't going to have it? Yeah, they, they weren't going to have one. it. We, yeah, we, yeah, that's right. we were on a call like, oh, we're not going to have Hardpoint. We're like, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me? They wanted headquarters. Okay. I'm headed to headquarters, and we're going to have chat. <laughs> yeah well i mean we'll see I, obviously we know um iw they just think a lot of different things than us philosophy wise hopefully there's a good uh we might have this for hopefully there's a good communication line because if this is for two years buckle up yeah it, it, yes but like i think i iw usually you know the point i've gotten to joe it's like i've Worried less about the competitive side and more like I want them to make a banger COD that's popular with the masses. I want a lot of people playing COD, more eyes on COD, bigger COD is good for CD on the long run. I just hope there's a lot not, of casuals pissed off if you're wondering. That's that's really? that's kind of my concern so far. Mm -hmm. Is it seems like we're MW 2019, everyone was like so happy. It seems like there's something that kind of pisses off everyone right now. It's like they tried to please mm -hmm. everyone but well they didn't try to please cdl we a lot, a lot <laughs> of the little things that, that we are pretty like mad at like the dead silence thing there the mini map i i saw a post where like someone conducted like the numbers based on complaints um in what was talked about on the reddit like the the main reddit yeah. of like cod the casual casual yeah. yeah the casual side of it I, I think another big thing is like the ui here we go the top 100 dead silence is per 13 <laughs> stopped is banning lobbies is 21 percent normal massive uh mini maps 31 percent and others 35 percent i know a big thing was the ui like people just aren't liking the gunsmith kind of how the menus yeah. look um and to me it could have been this you know i played 120 hertz it felt a little better but you're still pretty heavy and i still i'm running guns with no attachments because i swear attachments add weight like i'm dead i'm dead serious I have like seen that before it. too. I saw a couple people yeah. tweet that. They think no yeah, attachments are better. I wouldn't count yeah. any realism out of it, honestly. Yeah. Dude, it the funny thing like with the minimap adds weight. So the minimap thing is like when someone tweets about it and then in the mentions, they're like, oh, you bot, you need a minimap. I, I love the irony of the fact that the best players in the world are like desperate for it and can't play without it. Like the elite yeah. of the elite, the 0.001% cry for a minimap. But then the, the comments are always like, ah, oh, you bot did the minimap. <laughs> Dude, we're damn near going cross-eyed looking at that thing yeah. so much. <laughs> right, it's a game within a game. It's a game yeah. within a game for sure. Yep. Uh, so that's a bit. I mean, we'll briefly hit maybe Warzone 2, Maeve, because you were at COD next. Um, uh, anything you really want to touch on? Uh, I think for content creation side, I think Proximity Chat has a ton of Huge. 
uh, potential. They just need a way to police and ban because if not, it's going to be chaos. Um, and it's just going to be us here in the N word and having to mute and be yeah, pissed off. I don't think just, many content creators, it, top content creators just, are going to have it on. Just people are pieces of shit. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, the, I, I, I mean, I don't really, people are freaking out about the looting, but I guess since I've like played Apex a little, I play Blackout. Like, I, I don't know why people think shitting a bunch of stuff out of your asshole on the ground is like a good looting system. But like, literally, that's what happens right now in Warzone. Like, it's just vomited everywhere. I've like died because I couldn't see someone because there's loot everywhere. It's just this literally vomit on the ground. I'm okay mm. if it's cleaned up a little bit and takes, is once you get quick at it, it takes a little bit longer, but it's like more organized. I'm actually okay with that. Um, as long as it's clean though, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, what it I didn't mean, look though, very like, fluid. It, did, it didn't, and, and there, it needs work. But it's an like, alpha is probably a really old building. I don't That's know why, why people think like Warzone's looting thing is like perfect. Literally, you just vomit and piss stuff all over the ground. Like, it's just everywhere. Yeah, um, no, I still like just spam the button to hold. Yeah, it, try and pick things. It, yeah, up. I grabbed the wrong gun. I threw my. Where did my gun go? I don't know. It, it drives me nuts. Even um, with the other gun. <laughs> The the only thing when I watched it actually, I, I thought it looked kind of cool. The map was pretty neat. Um, yeah, the, very the, blackouty. I, I won't comment on. The, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Oh, that's good. I, I like that. I won't comment mm -hmm. on like the loadout thing yet because we don't know what's going to happen with that. There might just be normal loadouts. They said it wasn't in that build. But like the one thing that actually pissed me off, I think Warzone took BRs to another level in some ways, and I think the Gulag was one of the cooler features added to a game in the sense of like you die. A one-on-one -on -one to the death to get out. I think just at its core, it's a very clean, simple concept. What in the hell did that get turned into? Am I going to a dance party? There's AI in there. The guns are all over the ground. It's two versus two. They're not on my team. What? What? what how do you? How do you take one of the? I think one of the cooler things in BRs with a gulag. Make it that. I. And, and people weren't even fighting. They were just stealing the key off the AI and leaving. Like, there, it, can we all agree? Like, there's something just like the raw, like gladiator one on one. Like, there's something yeah. cool about that. Yeah. Like, we we've all watched Russell Crowe go to war. Did we're all behind him? It's just the gladiator generation. But like a one on one, who's better, or who's camping or ADSing? But like, <laughs> what did we turn it into? It's a goddamn clown fiesta. Yeah, I, I mean, my last point on it is just the AI is the only thing I'm really worried about. I still got I got to play, play it. I want to see where the final of it. The AI thing, I, I, again, I think the DMZ thing at the middle of it, I'm super worried about that. I don't care about robots on the freaking map. This is a robotic engineering guy. He probably doesn't care about robots on the map. Do not I care just about wanna, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I want a lot of people. I want to fight people, and that's what I want. Is that Maven or is that AI? What do you think? Oh, one last thing. What do you think of the three split circles thing? My my, I liked it. It already showed you how many were in each, so in case you wanted to transition to a more popular one, like you're a player that wants oh, a lot of kills. You die. Well, there's times where they might be close if you can, the way they're moving, it looked like. Like you could get in a vehicle, maybe. True, but if there's enough, if there's not enough space, you die because Sim try okay, it. At its core, do you want my answer? I think it's another one of those things. Why the fuck did you need to change it? It's not like rocket science. A circle comes in, it's the core of every VR. It's a goddamn circle. It, it's it's another one of those IW things where they change something for the sake of change. And I just I know you want to try and move things forward. You throw fucking a hundred things at a dartboard, and five might end up cool. But like that's part of the creative genius. I get it, but like, why? I just it's wish it, I yeah. could be. I wish I could be in the room and they just throw the hundred darts at me. I'm just like, dog shit, dog shit, dog shit, dog shit, dog shit, dog shit. That sounds like it might be cool. Okay, what Wait, you saying? So you could time? essentially get stuck in one of the in circles a circle with nobody. And yeah, so it'll tell are... you how many people are in the circle with you. Like it tells yeah. you. If so, like if they aren't close enough, 
Sim was telling me he tried to go to the other one and he just died. Oh, so like okay. you have to wait until they come together. Yeah, I don't hate it. Probably sucks. I mean, I, I guess that like I wouldn't mind it as like an event. Like, but it was happening every game on purpose. Like, if it's just like once every now and then, like you know, cool. But every game, it seemed to be on purpose. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I might. It's just not one of those things where I ever thought like, oh my god, like, oh, if only the circle got twisted. <laughs> 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 I'm thinking, where do I got to rotate? Our circle's coming in. Like, it's always been like that little bit of panic or anxiety. Like, I never thought, like, well, and for better, like, could you just imagine being entrapped, like, good players, like, just being trapped in? Like, it's just weird with all the comments about wanting to simplify things, how many things they do that are not simplifying things. It's like, it's mind boggling the irony and some of that shit. I swear they don't simplify anything. It goes the opposite direction. We love realism. Oh, we have three, three storms now. Oh. Um, I don't even so. know what to put on my on my class or how to unlock a weapon, and I'm a professional <sighs> Call of Duty player. I was like, dude, what is going on here? Oh, I, sure I was <laughs> ne I've never been more confused in my life. I, I really, I was, I was so confused. I, I just wish we would focus less on just changing every single system and just pick a couple. Pick like, pick like, pick three things each year you really want to go hard on. Leave it at that. Yeah. Instead of every single facet of the game needing to change. Because I think part of the beauty of Call of Duty is how simple it is. And like yeah. how most people could just come home, hop on, I yeah. want to run the AK-47, bam, just going, yep. shooting I mean, people. There needs to be risk, though. I mean, like, AW, like, the fact, the whole jetpack area, yeah. the, the fact someone in a room was like, dude, what if he flew? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> looking back, like, that was probably a really brave decision to do that. But, like, I know there needs to be some of that. It just seems like it's always so much sometimes. You know, like, every single mechanic. I don't know. That just always, it always annoyed me because it's just always the thing. Yeah, so we'll uh, see. We have uh, week two of the beta starts on, I think, Thursday for PC. So I think that'll be a really good. We'll see if they do any updates, if there's any patches, yeah. um, maybe just some answers to community feedback or absolutely nothing. Wouldn't surprise me at all to that. Uh, last thing before we go, because I know this has been a long one. We have been chatting. Uh, <laughs> we had just had some community questions from the Reddit um a lot of these we answered to everyone who did post the, the question a lot of it was about austin joining phase how did it happen um let's see i mean i guess we kind of answer this one from aqua psn he says so actually you're currently currently the oldest player in the cdl is it weird <laughs> that you're seeing people that are essentially the young faces of cod yeah in a way it's yeah. weird but i don't really i don't know it's like i'm the oldest player in the league but i still i don't really view myself as old you know what i mean yeah like I'm still mm -hmm. like 28's not considered old except in Call of Duty. Like in you sports got the drive, like dude. that. Yeah. As long as I want to compete and keep playing, like it doesn't matter to me. I'm just trying to go out there and win. Okay. Love it. Um uh question for Slasher. What are your top three favorite teams ever? And what were your three favorite chips, not including BO3 champs? Ooh. I was thinking potato chips, dude, for a second. I'm tired. <laughs> Holy shit. Um <laughs> Top three favorite teams, I would say. Or just, you know, one or two. It doesn't have to be three. I think you okay, just yeah, so, three. I mean, MV1 was one of them for sure. I'd say my Noble team that I kind of like made the come up with. Okay. And then another big win for me was the phase one with Sensor App and Pat. Because obviously that was my first win. Um, I was under It was phase, Nashville, so, right? Uh, it was Columbus. the Columbus AWO. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, that one, that one. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I would say they're definitely up there too. Because like, I was like... Not a nobody, but I was coming up. I'd never been on a pro team to get picked up by FaZe and then the first event win that. I feel like that was a really special one. That event had like 
250,000 maybe real viewers. And yeah. I, it, that, that event was actually crazy. Optic vs. Phase. I'm like, whatever the fuck would have happened there. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome. Uh, last one, last question. Because, um, again, a lot of these we answered throughout this podcast. So if you missed it, go back and listen. Uh, but Maven for you, this person wants to know, Gandalf <laughs> plays best brand of maple syrup for your skin. Uh, I couldn't even list a single brand of maple syrup. Listen, I don't do anything for my skin, as you can see me sweating. This is the, this is the single biggest thing for skin, and people don't realize if you don't want acne or to help with acne or you just want like good skin. The reason my skin's actually always been pretty solid: drink a shitload of water. Apparently, water, water solves like most things, most problems, especially yeah. your skin. You drink a shitload of water, I promise your skin's gonna be better. So drink some water. Maybe I do love maple syrup, but don't drink maple syrup. Um, All right, there we go. Boom. Uh, Austin, thank you. Uh, yeah, listen, appreciate it. If I see one fucking tweet about being unlucky after this shit, I, it, I, I <laughs> you never you know just, what could happen. Relax, you never know what's going to happen. Listen, you listen, never know. Enjoy it. And, listen, you got a chance to something special. Um, yeah, you do. Uh, not many people, I think, at this stage of their career are suddenly with three of the best players in the world. Um, not that you're not one of those players, but you know what I mean. Like, just yeah. how it's been down. Enjoy it rooting for you uh, it's fucking crazy bro have fun with yeah. it thank yeah, you thanks That's... for coming on and bullshitting with us for a couple of hours we appreciate yeah, it Yeah, no problem thanks for having me guys it was always fun you know yeah. love doing uh, these things yeah you're oh. you're fantastic uh, <laughs> adios everyone uh hope you enjoyed another episode of toronto ultras merkin maven podcast i hope you have a fantastically and extra sexy evening Rrr.